0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash press pause radio and you can get access to over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. did at that time i think we may have done it that was who really knows? good um i maybe it's my coordination i don't know i might be off but i i've been exposed to some elements so who knows like if you were to go outside right now all like the smoke is so fucking bad here that i swear i hear tim curry laughing maniacally and like christian slater vowing that he's gonna fucking defeat him somehow and God, who who played who who played the um the fairy? I'm making a shitty fern gully joke, but I can't remember. Oh, the fucking I thought we I
1: thought we were going for like a legend reference, perhaps, like Tom Cruise and Tim Curry. Isn't isn't that legend or is Tom Cruise in legend? Yeah. He might I, Tim
0: Curry's the villain in everything. Yeah. So I mean he was. Yeah,
1: he, he is convincing villain for sure. But yeah, yeah, you're you're, you're braving the elements, sir. It's it's not a good time to be on the West Coast, unfortunately. No, I just California in general. In general, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it. Well, I don't know. We we sort of a lot of it has to do with a certain company and their the fact that they're illegally or, I mean, they are they're legally running a fucking faulty ass monopoly that has already had a horrible record of endangering the lives of California and its citizens through uh, faulty maintenance and upkeep that have caused uh, previous wildfires. The fact that we don't get rain and literally everything's just fucking dry brush as well is also terrible. Mm -hmm. If
2: California was a disco song, it'd be sung by Earth, Wind, and Fire.
1: Jesus, dude. Uh, Yeah, that's that's a good point because that's the only thing. Those are the only elements. Like Captain Planet shows up and it's like, Earth, Wind, Fire. Uh, Wait, the monkey. I think the, 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 the monkey's here now. What's going on? And Monty heart. Yeah. No, no more heart. <laughs> Heart's gone. And no, either. We've had plenty of heart. Well, good, good. You guys are rallying. That's, uh, that's all you can really hope for.
2: Fat, a lot of good. It uh, allegedly, though, apparently, like the uh, <clears throat> the forestry department in California was supposed to have been using like a friggin' seven forty seven that was converted into a water bomber. And some bureaucratic asshat is preventing that from happening. The contract was there, but they're like, nah, mm-hmm. we're going to use these piddly little ones mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens. I
0: don't know. Colorado's coming through with that sweet, that sweet cush money. Yeah. And they're sending us a fucking private jet. Yep. Yeah. Just, just, and... just giving
1: you guys all the kindness. Like, here you go. Here's that dank. <clears> that a, 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 a yeah. dank cash. Yeah. I, I wonder
0: what sort of like, I I can only imagine who's ever like fucking piloting that machine is just totally bumping Kenny Loggins, just like <laughs> ooh
1: danger zone, yeah. You better believe yeah. it. You better <laughs> believe it. That, that, but you know you, you can't qualify for your. He's actually flying in the
0: fly- danger zone, like lit- literally, yeah, dude. yeah. Kenny Loggins, like ooh shit, pretty bad. God damn it, guys! Like 2018 sucks. It's been bad. <laughs> it, it,
1: it's, not, it's not been the best of years. We we've lost too much this year. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we need a fresh start.
0: Yeah, we could use it, but I don't. I fuck
1: man. But and, hey, but hey, we're still here, so that's something.
0: Yeah, we're still bumping it strong. We're gonna go ahead and uh, we figured there's a lot of stuff that's happened, so why not go ahead and do a nice quickie the way we used to, um, uh, especially right before uh, the golden zonkeys, which admittedly. We've got, uh, fuck, there's a lot of catch-up that I have to do and play, like, uh, Hello Tetris Effect, so, like, I really need to check <laughs> yeah, that out. Yeah, that, that, um, that
1: one kind of came out of nowhere, didn't it? Really did.
0: Yeah. I mean, I didn't even think it was releasing this year, to be completely honest, but fuck it. Um, Due to some unforeseen uh, moves and events that have uh, transpired between Sony and the Electronic Entertainment Expo it is uh was was once a c- rumor is now been confirmed a uh absence from one of the biggest names in video games has now been uh all but confirmed for E3 of 2019 which begs the question at this juncture and at this day and age in the, the sort of information digest that we uh enthusiasts fans and overall um just ether within the video game culture and industry. Do we really need electronic entertainment expo? So this is sort of the question that kind of came to mind earlier this year with our E3 discussion, but being as it's going to be a while before we actually kind of discuss E3 for next year, why not pose that question now, especially when Sony's pulled such a bold trigger. So, Press Pause Radio, episode 114, Do We Need E3? Let's go ahead and start the show. Mm-hmm. All right, so enough about me and the f- fucking fact that like whatever progress I made giving up smoking six or seven years ago has
1: been lost within a matter of days
3: uh, um,
1: but by by, by by no fault of your own, that's a hard thing to quit, so you should be proud of that, that is, This is not your fault
0: <laughs> living in california <laughs> yeah
1: yeah this, this is this is unfortunately a circumstance of your citizenship in the state of California. It's okay. Maybe uh, may maybe maybe you just move to Arizona. I hear Arizona has good things.
2: No.
0: Oh, they don't? Oh, oh okay. I no, i i oh. I mean I'd love the
1: heat, but that who can I mean
0: who can deal Arizona with all that racism? Has, like,
2: nothing. <laughs> I, I mean that's what I'm saying.
1: At least you won't have what you have in California. Like there's nothing going to happen to you. You'll just be hot. And, and profiled. And sever- <laughs> <severely> <laughs> well, okay. Okay. That's hmm. Okay. That's a good point. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but it's all right. Touche. Um, Just Um anyway. not go to
2: Maricopa County. That's all.
0: Jesus. <laughs> all right. What about you, Sarah? Why don't you talk to us, buddy?
2: Well, uh, I, 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 I've i been piled on with a ton of work. That's pretty much where I'm at.
1: This, yeah, he's he, buried. He, he's putting buried. out content like no one else. I remember he wrapped up Series 9 of Bullet Heaven. I was like, cool. Sarah's going to take a break. And then, like a week and a half later, series ten. I was like, "What the no. fuck, sir?"
2: I tried taking a break, and as a result, take a, va- result, I take eight, a vacation. Eight, eight reviews behind. Take a it's vacation. Stupid. Do
1: you guys call it vacation in Canada? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no,
2: I, I don't call it vacation, anyways.
1: Well, because oh, my my kids watch a lot of Peppa Pig. It's a uh. it, 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 it's an, an <laughs> it, it, it's an animated series that, that, yeah, that yeah. they're voiced by like actors from the UK, and they call it a sure. holiday.
2: So I was just
1: yeah, they call it holiday.
2: No, nah, we we, I... <laughs> we get all all fancy with our terminology for taking a leave of absence. Ooh, depends on what we do. Okay, right? it, enlighten me. So like, please. So a vacation would be if we vacated our premises and went abroad, right? Uh, be it okay. domestically or internationally. Okay, sure. going abroad, uh, I like that. Now, okay, if if we take time off from our uh, employment and stay within our residence to just veg out and do whatever, we call that a stay a staycation.
1: Of course, yes, yes. Right. I, I like the staycation. That's, that's a good one.
2: I I took it a step further because I'm a dork when it comes to language and puns are my uh, pièce de résistance. So uh, I came up with staying home and doing nothing but playing video games all day is a playcation.
1: Playcation, yes, the Sony Playcation coming spring mm. 2019. Play- <laughs>
2: playcation,
0: yeah. Or a terrible way to raise a child. I mean, mm. if you think about it, not not by your context, but like just placating. I don't know.
1: It could be a thing. Well, I mean, I mean, kids have tablets nowadays. They all have tablets. Mothers have them start playing Angry Birds when they're (laughs) babies. (laughs) Here you go. You can kill two birds with one stone. You can learn about geometry doing this, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so you know, I'm just interested. But yeah, vacation. You 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 need a placation. You need to take a couple placations.
2: No, no. I think if I was to take like a, a genuine vacation, I would do fuck all.
1: I uh, I think I, I think everyone should give to Sayer's Patreon so out. he can take a proper placation. Can, can no. we can, can we get that drive going?
2: Yeah, if only. Yeah. Although, if you are listening out there, just a dollar a month gets you great content, exclusive stuff on Patreon, and then I can do this full time, so I don't waste so much time doing menial tasks at a menial job.
1: Yeah, you need to give oh, the wait. superstar get the that, money that, he that deserves. That's... Yeah, and he gets exclusive content that you only get if you're a Patreon. Patron? Is that
3: what it's called? Patron, a patron,
1: yes. yeah. You get some exclusive stuff, and I don't want to tell you about it. I I did that once. I let the I let the the secret slip one time. I won't do it again. You guys gotta at least give a dollar to the Patreon to find out what the other good stuff is.
0: Gotta save the babe. Um, but wait, but when a parent tells their child that a goldfish is just going to sleep forever, is that a
1: placation? Because I want to say that it is. A placation. I don't know. I think that's a bold-faced lie. Don't lie to your children. <laughs> they need to learn. Death death comes for all of us. Memento mori. Death comes for all of us. There we go. Yeah. Good.
3: Yeah. We're so, learning.
1: So so I'm i I'm, anything, I'm we're the, learning. I'm the sad dad on the podcast. Hi. <laughs> children are slowly killing Aww. me. Hey, dude, trick-or-treating.
0: Hey, I, I caught the death, let me tell you, and I feel awful because I brought it back to Val even mm. even harder mm-hmm. and she was super sick for a bit and I I definitely blame all of the awful like I I, I swear to God it was like As you should a fucking I... anti vax convune yeah. all these fucking kids that As were brought should. um to our place of employment. That's the thing, man, like now <sighs> Now nobody wants to trick or treat anymore, so they're just taking their kids to work with them and making their coworkers give them candy. And I'm just like, I, I no, yeah. I didn't even buy candy at home.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You got sick because a kid named Skyler had had <laughs> some parents that just didn't know what they're doing. <laughs> Sorry, to all the uh, Skylers yeah,
2: I- out there. <laughs> <laughs> you ever find that ever uh, hear the, just you know a name it hits your ears in just such a way that you're like that kid's going to grow up to be a complete bitch
1: uh, or 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 your, your par- or your parents don't love you if you have a name well, like
2: For real though like I really hate the name uh Teagan.
1: Uh, oh, Tegan. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's not great. That's not a good one.
0: God. We're just man. letting it loose this this All right, let's do it. Yeah. Um uh, fuck, fuck, man, it all, fuck, fuck all fuck all
1: Teagans. Tegan, Tegan, so you can come at us if you want to.
0: Oh man, I don't like the name. Mm.
1: So we've already established I don't, I don't like Skyler. Uh, he doesn't like <laughs> Tegan. So what's yours? What? What? What sets you off? God, Ocean. Wait, what?
3: That's,
1: yeah. Okay, I'm not a fan of that. You're not. One. You're not. Th- this isn't real. <sighs> It's a real no it's not.
0: Google Google right now. Google how many people have that actual legal ass name.
1: Yeah, if they're like in Hollywood and they have kids named like Apple and Rumor (laughs) Like that's that's not that's not what normal people call their kids. Like normal people call their kids weird things like Connor with a K.
0: No, I okay, I will say one of my pet peeves is referring to somebody as Justice when their name is Justin. Totally gets under my skin. That doesn't happen.
1: That's that never totally happened. Happens. No, it doesn't. What are you talking about? Are
0: you kidding me, man? When? The where? The McElroys do it all the time.
1: I, they do it all I, the time. I, I do enjoy the brothers. I, I do, but I don't know when they've called Justin Justice.
0: All right, some homework for y'all. I need you to find every snippet. I don't care you, what it is, you, whether you,
1: you at the McElroys on Twitter, and you find yeah, out called Justin thing. Justice. You call them in West Virginia. West Virginia, and you find out <laughs> they call it West Virginia in West Virginia. It's how they say it. it. It's a rural thing. But yeah,
0: yeah. That's okay. Or, we do that. Or you can talk to them about Fallout seventy six. That goes over really well with them too. But either way, fucking. <laughs> um, we could do either one of those two things. They're not in the and... industry
1: anymore. They don't care.
0: <laughs> um. God damn, dude, we're all just a mess right now. It it's really just...
1: is. It's end of the year. I mean, you can tell we're just like, we're just spinning our wheels at this point, aren't we?
0: <laughs> well, a job nonetheless still must be done, so no. we are here to fucking carry that torch, gentlemen. And by George, I, we're gonna fucking do it.
2: Just not a tiki I... torch. Those are no. connotations nowadays. No. Oh my God, this year's been so fucking
0: long. <laughs> That did happen this like, year, damn it. You know that Tide Pod shit? That was
2: January. That was
1: this year, guys.
0: That was January. We're, we're not what out of it yet. out
2: Cascade Pods. <laughs>
1: we're not out of it yet.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Oof.
0: Yeah, it's been bad. Okay. So, oh, all right. So, here's what's on the horizon. I mean, I figured we'd talk about it. There's some other stuff we could talk about, too. I, all right. I don't want to turn this into a really cynical, like bummer, and I have my own personal feelings. That I don't want to really spill too much into the topic, but Fair. I do think we should still address that uh, a, a very a very regal individual within the medium that I, I think we all partake in, in and have passion towards, as far as uh, pop culture. Uh, Stanley is recently passed at the age of ninety-five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I'm very grateful to, for, for a lot of the influence and a lot of work that he's done, but I'll keep it at that. I, me personally, my personal feelings towards him is also in my opinion and in my honest opinion is also has a really bad habit of putting his name on things that he has no business putting his name on and overshadowing other people like, Steve Ditko, who also passed away this year. Um, and then Jack Kirby, um, block fucking rest his soul and, and a lot of others, but uh he is one of the final old guards that have finally passed and I man, I just can't wait f- I can't wait for the last cameo to be done, me personally, but mm-hmm. I am Which, I am somewhat kinda of bummed. Yeah,
1: and they did uh they did confirm that he had already filmed his last cameo for the next Avengers film so it's already been filmed at this point which is a proper sending off I think for that you say the old guard and I think that you get that in the cinematic universe as well as the comics industry I think it's you know obviously he didn't have a lot of pull in the current climate but I mean obviously his name has a lot of weight to it so I think that with him passing you know I I think there is room to bring in a new you know, a new establishment, a new uh, hierarchy of, of comics. And I, I think that's probably I mean, for the best. I think that I think that mentality is kind of what led to a lot of things being good for the comics industry, but then being kind of shot down by the people. I didn't think that they, you know, it, it, there wasn't a progressive enough thinking in, in, in the medium that like, oh, we we could do this. You know, this is something that needs to happen in comics now. And I think there was a lot of people that were still against it. I think as this kind of happens now, I think you get more of that freedom to kind of just explore things and to do different things, which is, which is good. And it happens. It, it, it's the way of life. Old things die so th- new things can grow. And it's just the way it is. But, no, he has established and, and contributed to a legacy that is unmatched, albeit, I think, probably from a personal aspect, you know, he had some controversial things. You know, but I'm not going to let that soil... His legacy, I mean, but still, it's, it's one of those things. It's kind of like you almost want to put an asterisk next to it, but still, I I, yeah. I, I still feel like he did quite a bit. It's hard to, you know, it's, deny it, that. It, it's
0: me personally. It's the same feelings I hold towards Bob Kane in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. in concern to, I mean, he's what Bob Kane was to Bill Finger. Him. Towards Ditko and Kirby and everybody else, but still, I mean, I don't want to be the yeah, downer, yeah, but...
1: uh, yeah, yeah. We don't want to be those people, but although we're not blind to it, You know, I, I think you have to understand that there was a lot of things that maybe weren't so great about the individuals, but it doesn't mean that their death is any less impactful and uh, hurt hurting to people that really cared and really followed that. So we I we, think we, we, we don't we, we don't want to a... be a little of that.
0: No, yeah. no,
1: and I apologize if I yeah.
0: uh, gave that impression. Kevin Feig, I believe that's his name.
1: Uh, Marvel Cinematic? Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. He's got the brand in good hands. In terms of the publisher within itself, I haven't kept up with, edit, you know, the editorial staff. Mm-hmm. I mostly, as I mentioned, stick with the DC side of things. And, I mean, they they've got their hands full, especially with, like, the. 400 events and and not enough fucking i don't know anyway um but i i just want to pay respects towards the guy um he's a big fan of canada i don't know that that's all i could say <laughs> sarah you, you got any i mean stan lee he stories
2: was, <laughs> he was 95 <laughs> like, he was
1: 95 yeah yeah
2: yeah uh, He he's been around forever
1: I, I, I will say you were kind of prepared for that,
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: but a lot of people I don't think were. Uh, no, they just kind of expected him to languish forever and
1: live forever. Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta know when, when to sort of expect it, like. There's a few actors now that are getting up there that I'm like, wow, I wonder what's going to happen when they go.
1: Sir Anthony Hopkins is one of them. I hope I'm not jinxing him right now by saying his name, because I hope he doesn't pass now that I've said that.
2: That's kind of why I'm not naming names. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> I'm that, totally yeah, yeah but, that, uh,
1: that's a good point. I can mean,
2: but I can't, I can't not, and Patrick Stewart would be a terrible loss.
1: Oh, it would. He's coming back for Star Trek. He never ages. Can't lose him. Um, and I think he actually voices a character in Peppa Pig. Just throwing that out there. I'm not sure if he actually does, but it sounds a lot like him. <laughs> and that would be a good fit for him. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. If you're going to do voiceover work, why wouldn't you do a Nickelodeon Jr. cartoon? That That's obviously what you want to do with your career. If it's you're super low-key,
0: and I'm pretty sure like Viacom can front those checks, dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they could probably get so. that money. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no. I, I, just one story about Stan Lee. When I was at a GameStop manager's conference years ago... Uh, he was signing autographs for the Lego Marvel Avengers game, the first one. And that line, I kid you not, wrapped around that entire conference center. Like, I have not before and not since seen a line that long for an autograph signing. Like, the dude was just, like, the name was synonymous with anything of our culture. Comics, games, movies, whatever it is. Like, that name just, I don't know, it just it carried a weight to it. Like, yeah. you, you knew who that was the moment you, like, heard the name and you didn't have to be a fan of the industry or a fan of comics like you heard the name and you knew what that was it was kind of crazy just like someone had that kind of like you know like finger on the pulse like people knew who that was just from his legacy it's it's kind of crazy for the sure the guy had
0: vision yeah the definitely the guy had vision he definitely lived in a world that was much bigger than anything we could actually even remotely consider real life like I will definitely give that much to him. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, it, it was it's definitely a loss, but yeah. I am just I'm a little salty that there's some romanticization. uh, but that's just me, and we'll we'll, we'll give it at that. Yeah. Um, and I don't. Oh, I was just curious, Sarah. Like, I don't have a Stanley story other than the fact that like we lost Ditko and. I just I don't know. I, I mean,
2: uh, I was I've never been into American comics, so it's just something that I don't uh, I don't asso- well not associate. It's not, and every it's not time I bring right up work. Cerberus the Aardvark, you're just like what? Ah. That's, yeah, not, that's, no not, that's not a bad. one. It's not a bad one.
1: What about Alpha Flight? What about Bone? Eh. Do you like Bone?
2: I've heard of Bone.
1: Yeah, Bone's all right. Is Bone Canadian? I no, no, no. I, I want to say if I, if it's not. No, no. It seems like it would be. I bet probably like Scud, the Disposable Assassin, would be a Canadian thing. (laughs) I think it's French, actually. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm not far off, but yeah, enough, right? Yeah, (laughs) I'm close enough. Yeah, it was it was a good shot in the dark. I would just I I would just be really excited if anyone else knew what Scud, the Disposable Assassin, was because that's one of my favorites and it's from a very long time ago.
2: Unfortunately, I do Uh, not. You should look
0: outside of a really neat, but otherwise kind of bad Sega Saturn game. I've not gotten a chance to... There was a, yeah, Sega, yeah, a Sega Saturn. Saturn game? Oh. Dude, it's pretty dope. It's
1: a half run-and-gun, uh, half light-gun shooter. Are we doing this on a play-play soon? Because I want to be in I, on that. I have it. Oh, fantastic. Okay, yeah, sign me up. So, sign me up. Um,
0: and that's the thing, too, with the some of the redesigns that uh, I'm personally doing here in, in my little setup. Uh, It should make capture 400 times easier once I get uh Sarah to help me set up OBS and we're kind of going to try to run into that, but not to pull the curtain back too far back. We're going to definitely get a video in the swing of things again. I feel kind of bummed that we didn't get to do extra life this year, but I mean, there's always next time and there's always other ways we can contribute, but either way, just wanted to uh, go ahead and mention our the, the dude's name, Mention that he he was a big deal, that I respect the things that he does and has done. Um but the dude wasn't a saint and i'll leave it at that um man all right lots of news it out of the way so we can all have our collective groans um Fortnite won the golden joystick of the year for a game of the year
1: and, and where was this at the game of the year for where what publication
0: uh the golden joysticks they are the second biggest uh award platform for the video game industry that is more industry than I would say
1: like the game more for the
0: public yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm kind of. I mean, if anything, I kind of want to touch on that briefly because I really like the, the the nominations for Game of the Year. Like the fact that Celeste made it in as a nomination for Game of the Year. Yeah, is really impressive. Well,
1: and I feel like we had the same conversation last year. I think the only reason why something like a PUBG didn't get Game of the Year was because it was still technically in beta. it yeah. it, it wasn't uh, official like 1.0 release. And so the, you know, the whole thing around that was it wasn't officially released yet, therefore it wouldn't be considered as a game of the year, but I think if you would had game of the year conversations, that would have been top of a lot of people's list, just because of the public, uh, you know, the public like, you know, just like overall, like, knowledge of the game, the, the, the you know, people the playing, the perception, and it's no different with Fortnite, like, that is, you can't deny it, it's like how Minecraft was when it first came out, it's it transcends normal game, you know, fandom. And it just oh, it, dude, it, yeah, it, it, there are moms it, the main, now that are the, playing the, the main, it the, at my day job. The mainstream is, is insane with this game, and the the dancing that comes along with it, like everything that revolves around that game, has kind of became a thing of its own. It, it's kind of like people start flossing, and it's like, oh, cool, they're flossing. Like that's from Fortnite. It's just you can't deny its overall impact in the every day-to-day life of people, like how Pokemon Go was for about a month there. It's just, it's huge. It's absolutely huge. Like, you can't deny that. And I I guess that, you know, in, in that respect, they have to kind of give it to them as Game of the Year. You know, it may not be the best game, but I think overall, Outreach, it's there's nothing that touches it. Hands down, that game is making, like, and, and you know, part of me wants to be, like, good for Epic, you know? Like, yeah. I remember when Fortnite was kind of, like, just, like, in its, like, beginning stages and just being shown behind closed doors at E3s and things like that. People are like this game is like it's whatever, like it's never gonna come out, it's never gonna happen. Then it happened, and it was a just thought. It's like a, it was like a secondary thought to an overall like you know Minecraft esque buildum you know shooter game. Here's this you know extra mode we just threw in there for the fuck of it, and it became the part of the game. Like no one even cares about the actual game of it anymore. It's just it's that. It's just the battle royale part, and it spawned a new genre. I mean uh, even bigger than PUBG like it's kind of like how like when Dota was just a add-on or something that someone made for Warcraft 3 and it became a genre like this game has spawned a genre and it's it's just you can't deny that like I don't want to play the game I really have no interest in those kinds of games even fucking Black Ops is huge now again because of that style of game it, it's just it it fucking it's crazy it absolutely like surprises me that that has done as well as it has but and that's just the way the the gaming industry now it's not really for us, I don't think, but it is the way it is it really isn't <laughs> hey, I, it really isn't for us, no, it's for everyone, yeah, which is good, which is fine, and, hey, and like more accessible and, and that, that's what we need we need accessibility, you
0: know, no, and personally, like from just my exposure to it, yeah, it's inoffensive, I like it to an extent i don't I don't see. The, the big draw of it but it's okay that I don't yeah and maybe if I give it a couple more shots maybe I'll enjoy it I've got a bunch of other niche shit that no one could care less about that and, like gets me going just fine and, and that's that's the kind of acceptance we need
1: and I think I'm okay with that I think I'm okay with like I don't get it but like more power to you if you're playing it at least they're playing it and I'm happy about that like but it's one of those things like I don't have to like be forced into this like mentality that I have to like this because everyone else likes it that's why I thought I had to do with minecraft. Like I thought I had to like Minecraft cuz everyone else did. And I was like I just don't I don't get it. Like it just doesn't click with me, you know? And I felt like there was something wrong with me cuz I didn't like it like everyone else did. And I was like, "No, that's not it. It's just it it, it scratches an itch for someone and that, you know, if that's what they are into. Cool. It's just not the thing for me, and that's fine." And I think that's, you know, like you said, it's it's cool. It's fine. No big deal.
0: <laughs> I you know, and maybe if not right away, You'll dig it at another point. It's it's okay. Sometimes, like, just the the peer pressure of just trying to see what, like, I feel like that effect is actually kind of happening for some people with Red Dead. And even then, I personally haven't gotten the chance to play Red Dead. But yeah. from what I'm hearing, just the fact that it has such a slow fucking crawl and burn, mm. uh, for just the initial beginning hours of it, it like I don't know, man. That kind of doesn't exactly excite me especially with like breath of the wild and like so many other open world games kind of giving me more of a playground field like diy sense of adventure and freedom i really don't want it like it just goes back to the initial adventures of the initial or the initial ongoings of the first red dead redemption and all these like fucking petulant side quests of like kill fucking 10 rabbits and bring them the bonnie and all that nonsense i'm like man like I uh, I don't know about that. I I I would like for it to uh, apparently like after after some hand holding, like the game then blows up in scale and size and freedom. But
1: that's like when you play Final Fantasy Thirteen, you're like, well, once you get to this like part twenty hours into the game, then it really opens up. Like you know, it's kind of the same thing, I think.
0: Yeah, more or less. Yeah. I don't know Final Fantasy Thirteen didn't really offend me so much because at some point even though i feel like i'm playing the game in a straight line i'm still playing the game at well i guess it's fairly similar because i'm still playing the game at its own pace before i finally get to play it mine mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. i don't know hmm. I, I i'm not big on westerns we've talked about this yeah yeah it's all good. um so all right now that that's been said, we've got some other pieces of news to go ahead and dive in. So let's go ahead and get that organized before we go ahead and keep the show going. Um, Adi Shakavar, if I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly, is currently got the opportunity to produce an animated adaption of another celebrated video game property. Uh, initially rumored as uh, Andrew First uh, brought to our attentions, uh, Legend of Zelda actually was turned out and confirmed to be uh, Devil May Cry, and it's also now speculating that it may not necessarily be a Netflix exclusive. So, definitely want to go ahead and talk about that. We're also going to talk about the Xbox One, uh, disc driveless model, which uh, that's gonna be fucking pretty crazy. I don't even know how Microsoft may pull that off, but I don't know. So, I figured we can go ahead and touch on that, and then. Aside from that, there's been no other big uh, releases other than, like, Detective Pikachu trailer kind of dropped. Some uh, Final Smash Fighters have dropped. So some Nintendo stuff, I mean, we could probably brush on. And then other than that, what's in your console? And uh, a roundtable on E3 and the fate of E3. So I think we all be good. Let's go ahead and direct that conversation. So, um, as far okay, so did you guys watch Castlevania season one and two?
1: Have not. It's on my queue. I have not watched it. I would like to, but I have not.
2: I haven't either. Yeah, it's really good.
3: I
0: hear.
1: I hear. Um, I hear it's good.
0: Are you guys Are you guys familiar with uh Castlevania three Dracula's Curse? Yeah. Nope. It's pretty much that. Like, imagine it, yeah, like, that entire plot and storyline. But there's some other cool nods, like, the fact that, uh, so they, as far as Alucard's design, it's lifted almost directly from Symphony of the Night. Cool. That's good. Um, I didn't mean to spoil that, I'm sorry, but, like, that was the big, that was a big surprise from last year, It's the fact that, like, they, they found him. Um... But they did a lot of cool stuff. There was a lot of fan service that I wasn't expecting. Uh my biggest issue with Castlevania um was for as fan services as it was and, and, and like I don't know. This season felt like straight up fucking Game of Thrones. It was wow. just Game of Thrones meets Castlevania, and I'm like, uh Yeah. Uh and but with like references. Um some characters made an appearance that I didn't think they would, and they did it in a really cool way, and uh, there was no Castlevania music in the first season at all, but there was some in the second, and I don't want to spoil it because it's actually a really cool part, but I was very surprised that, like, they did that, considering that there was absolutely none, and even then, it's it's in, like, two moments. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think that, for the most part, he did a really good job for direction, and I... Would absolutely be interested in seeing something they did Devil May Cry, but here's my question. Um, well, I don't know. I as far as the fate of Devil May Cry, I'm really confused on it because Ninja Theory took Devil May Cry in this weird direction, and then it just sort of like never. Like Capcom doesn't even talk about it anymore. Like it had a
1: well, even still, it was kind of like a reboot, right? It was kind of like restarting it, and then yeah, like you said, it kind of didn't go anywhere from there. And now we're picking up five, from where four left off, where Nero is part of it and Dante's still part of it. It's, it's like yeah, it's like the uh, DMC reboot never happened, which is probably for a lot of people fine. But I, I thought that game probably
2: had... for the best. I really didn't like how much of a douchebag he acted. Like. He
1: was yeah, he was yeah. Dante was a dick, but I thought that game was pretty solid, and I think that the soundtrack kicked ass, and I thought it was a pretty good attempt. Um I think maybe if they had had their own IP and did the same kind of stuff with the engine and the things they had it might have been better off maybe more suited for like a you know like another platinum game or something like that like I would like to see them do that same kind of mechanics with Van- Vanquish or something cuz I feel like Vanquish has that kind of attitude right like dude's right. fucking dude's like fucking sliding on his knees flicking cigarettes at people and shit like that like it had that kind of attitude and I think that would have been a good fit so I think them trying to like shoehorn what they had as a game into a DMC property maybe it wasn't the best idea, but I think they tried their best. But I no, think I, the, I, I think honestly they had to kind of just pick up where four left off. I think
0: the big issue with me personally, other than like some of the cringy moments, is it, it was a little too edgy. Like I, th- is, I thought he I was
1: going to say, because it's a Ninja Theory game and fuck Ninja that Theory. Too.
0: But no, Ninja Theory's, they've done better. I'm like, Wow, I don't have so much of an axe to grind. I think can, can, can we sound clip I, this so I can keep this forever?
1: <laughs> how long? Um, how I didn't, long? Have hey, we... I
0: didn't mind Devil May Cry. I beat it. I mean, that's I good, beat it and I enjoyed it. We just
1: we've had this enslaved conversation a few times now, and it's been... oh
0: no, that can I mean mm. you know everybody's everybody's got their Chinese New Year, so like that can be it. Um, really, Guns and Roses? To, okay, yeah. All right, I don't just it's dude that game is held up in such. High pedestal and it doesn't deserve to be there. Um, mm. but anyway, Anyways. uh, yeah, no, it was a, it was a little too edgy. I think yeah. there was a this campiness and sense of fun that Devil May Cry has kind of had with it, and I'm kind of curious to see what. I'm very, very confident it will, if anything, be the traditional uh, take on Devil May Cry. But like, this also already happened. The anime
1: happened, it, and it I remember
0: watching it. And I don't remember being so offended by it, but like
1: I But I'm it was, it wasn't a, it wasn't anything rememberable. I mean, I would say it's probably like any other video game to anime adaptation. Like there's in my opinion, I've not since or ever seen anything No, nobody talks about it. Yeah, there's been no good video game to anime adaptations. It's usually been the reverse of that. Um you know, it's just there's nothing mm-hmm. in my opinion. Maybe Sarah can contribute otherwise. I've
0: not seen anything. I was anything. say
2: per- Persona might have might want to have a word with you on that, but uh,
1: I mean, okay, it's <sighs> I, the Dog
0: and Ropa anime was
1: okay. I didn't mind, I didn't mind the Persona 3 anime, that was all right. I didn't watch all of it, but I watched parts of it.
2: Well, Persona 4 and 5 is where it's at, just saying.
1: They have a 5 anime now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm, I'm behind the time. I think on that if you split
0: then? the Super Mario Brothers movie in four parts, it could count as in, like, anime. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Turn it into an, an OVA. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like you just throw some orchestral, like.
1: You just, you see the part like, where, like, just like. really strong pieces. Where Dennis Hopper shows up as King Koopa and it has the 2B continued that pops up real quick, like in JoJo. <laughs>
2: That's just good. Mm.
1: pretty good. Oh, maybe why? Shindoro.
0: Shindoro. Um. Yeah, I mean, can't really think of any other animated video game adaptions of note uh, that have happened recently. It's just kind of been this. I
1: didn't mind the Tales of Asperia anime; that was all right. That wasn't terrible. Yeah, but these are all like very like very very the, like like low key, easy to
0: mine through.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, I I mean, you know, it's weird. Um. And I promised myself I'd watch it. I only watched, like, the two episodes. But, like, I personally thought that uh, the Skylanders Netflix adaption was pretty neat. It's it's actually um, it's
1: not bad. Like, Bobcat Goatthwaith or whatever his name is does a bunch of the stuff in it. And it's actually not terrible. Yeah. It's not bad. Well, that's um, terrible Chisoria, name. The Holy Voice shit. of Chaos. I I, I, the, I probably butchered it, but, yeah.
0: It's Bobcat Goldwith. Yeah, yeah I butchered it. But, yeah, that guy. Still an awful good. name. Yeah. Oh, but he's, a, he's such a he's such a handsome man. Um But yeah, no, that wasn't that bad. It was just it was bizarre to me that um they only got Richard Sori'o's voice like the dude for Chaos. I mean, of course, it's such a iconic voice and that alone brought a lot of prestige to the production, but they literally didn't take anyone else's voices from the games that have kept on their voices from the games, they like gave so, everyone new voices like
1: they didn't bring back Elijah Wood as Spyro or anything like that. No, oh, that's a shame, that's a shame
0: it's it's whatever though man, but like i I'm kinda curious to see how this goes, but I feel like we could probably have a better conversation about it down the road when you guys watch castlevania it's it's not long. you guys should definitely check it out um they definitely hint they 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 kind of sow some seeds for. Um, a really, a really dope season three, but it's gonna really, it's gonna be, I don't know, it's weird, because they introduced some characters from, like, the Game Boy Advance games. <laughs> um, okay, but, like, Richter is nowhere to be found, Maria it, is nowhere like, it,
1: if they're gonna like, introduce some, like, the DS characters, I'd be okay with that, actually, because when there was, like, an order of a Creece. Keep that there's that a brief one, mention of it actually oh. there's a
0: lot of different see there's so many there's so many fan service nuggets yeah in this. it's so it's you just have to peel it back okay um but huh. you, you're just gonna have to deal with a lot of game of thrones writing like no joke like the first five fucking episodes it's just a lot of talking and no action a yeah. lot of talking a lot of talk to- but like it's that kind of pointless. Uh, sir, like, I watched. Like all, I watched
1: through all the Naruto fillers. I'm 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 good. Like I'll be fine. <laughs> I think you'll be fine, yeah, especially through eight episodes. Ain't nothing gonna stop me. All
0: right. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I honestly, I think that production was uh very, very underrated. Um. You know, I kind of made a shitty joke about it when, like, I watched the first season. I'm just like, "Oh man, season two is just gonna be season one upside down." <laughs> um, <laughs> but That's pretty good. It it actually nice. it it pleasantly uh, exceeded my expectations. So I recommend you guys watch it, and I definitely recommend that uh, Adi's name be fresh within your name, Adi Shankar, because mm-hmm. um, I think. Especially depending on Capcom's involvement, I don't know how much creative control he was given by Konami. I'd imagine a whole lot given like they haven't really been very interested in their own properties as of late, but with Capcom kind of there along the ways and them, I don't know i speaking of animated adaptions that have gone awry i don't have you guys seen that new Mega Man one? Mm. It is not good, no. I know that was, oh you know, yeah, the not, one that was
2: sort of uh, had the new redesign that was uh, revealed like, yeah. last year. Yeah, and there's yeah. this
0: little smaller robot that's inside of Mega Man that works and operates him. Okay. Yeah. Oh no. It, Get out of here!
2: Oh, I'm no. not
0: fucking, uh, dude. I will include show notes. I will show note a clip of that goddamn show. Like, inter- and you guys can see it.
1: Like, space or like, what? are they trying to accomplish here?
0: No, like he he's inside of Mega Man's Buster.
1: I don't know. <laughs> oh, come yeah, on. dude,
0: it's fucking come weird. On. I couldn't I couldn't do it, man. It was pretty it was pretty bizarre. Yeah. Um, but uh with that being said, let's see. So big news, big fucking news with uh Microsoft if they do go this direction, which I'd be pretty curious also it'd be pretty brave cuz like <sighs> Okay, so the rumor is, is that the next Xbox One model is going to be digital only. Mm-hmm. Very much in the in the sense of like a Steam box or, or anything else where you're essentially always connected to the internet and you do not put any sort of disks in it. It's just as simple as just paying the storefront directly and going from there and, and like, you know, any other digital input, but just absolutely... Nothing goes into the box. It's just its a plug-and-play box. It's a fucking Roku. Like, you know, it is... It's just a little bizarre. It's bizarre to me that we would go this, not because it's not the fact that we haven't been skirting this direction anyway, but just because we are nowhere... I don't think we're anywhere near that sort of um reliability, that tech... To really make that feasible in a convenient sense. It's, it just sounds really hokey to me. Only because, like, even whether you purchase something physically or digitally, it's going to occupy the same amount of space in in storage on your system. At this point, the only benefit really between physical and digital is that you have a means to archive it when it's pulled from the store, which has been happening more lately. And the fact that, like, you can... I don't know. There's also... There's always the allure of physical ownership. I mean, we've covered this in dozens of episodes. We've had an entire episode about it as far as digital versus physical. But at this point, there used to be an appeal that I thought, as far as uh, digital curatorship, to where... It be more practical, more reliable, uh, less stress on your machine, less maintenance, and it's not. It's the same shit, man. Like I, I you can, I have injustice both physically and and uh, digitally, and honestly, like I have the physical piece of media on my shelf just so that way I don't have to pop it in to run it, but it takes the same amount of space. I, I did this fucking and like this this happens with other games. I mean fucking tomb raider was also the same shit uh i i you come and you definitely discover this more and more just in my opinion i mean i did it when i checked out some games that like i had on uh already and like i saw ps plus was offering them and i downloaded them and it made absolutely no difference to my hard drive storage and mm-hmm. and save files mm-hmm. and i mean w- At this point, maybe this is the wrong roundtable to kind of glean out. I kind of want somebody here that can support that other argument. But digital isn't really in a capacity other than the
1: convenience of not leaving your house. That's it. So I, I feel like they can experiment with this, and I think that it can work. Obviously, it's not going to be for everyone because a lot of people don't have access to broadband internet or the capability of having an always online connection. Um, and maybe they'll come up with some kind of workaround with that, like to where you can download the games, play them in offline mode or something along those lines. But I feel like they already kind of set up the like the infrastructure for this with their Game Pass. So I feel like if they were to introduce a discless system for a low, low cost, and then bundle it with a year subscription to the Game Pass membership, I think they have something there. Because so I've had my Game Pass membership since it launched, um, I really don't ever use it, but just knowing that I get Xbox titles day and date is enough for me to still keep it because I feel like it's it, it's a benefit of I pay ten dollars a month. But if I were to get any two games of their first party lineup that year, it benefit like it, it's worth the cost of it. So I've never gotten rid of it because I'm like, well, I might play Forza, I want to play Crackdown, I have Sea of Thieves, that there right there justifies it to me. Just having the cost of that, you know, I. I've played probably a good 10 minutes of Forza Horizon 4, and I played a little bit of Sea of Thieves when it was in beta, but I still pay for that subscription. So if they can count on enough people saying, we'll pay for the subscription even though we probably will never utilize it, I think they can also get people to say, I'll spend $149.99 on a discless Xbox One system just to have the convenience of having the system. I think they could get a lot of sales just from people seeing the low cost to entry. Even though it may not be like the best hardware or the best ability for them to keep their like physical property, I I think they have something. I think if if they even bank on even a little bit of interest in that, I think they'll get more sales than they do from people that are excited about their properties. Because I don't think a lot of people are. Like Microsoft, obviously, doesn't have the first line, like the first party lineup. They don't have the hardware. They're changing that. They just bought Obsidian. They did, but Obsidian's also like the second place to. Bethesda in a lot of their games that they've released. Although I wouldn't mind seeing a new Alpha Protocol, like I'd be okay with that. I I, I'd be down for that. But um, especially
0: with Mass Effect being in the place that it's in right now. Oh God,
1: yeah, yeah. Like just give it, give it to Microsoft. Let it be first. Like let it be Microsoft exclusive, like it used to be. You know, just give it back to them at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I think the real test will be when Crackdown comes out because they're talking about using this like. And they've been talking about this since the release of the Xbox One in 2012, the cloud-based processing. Like, this was supposed to be a big thing when Xbox One was originally coming out, back when uh, Don Maddox was kind of touting his whole thing about the diskless Xbox with downloads only and having, you know, licensing to your games. You couldn't trade them. You couldn't give them to people, that whole thing. But the big thing about their system back then was the cloud processing, where it would take power processing from other Xboxes through the cloud, and allow you to play things that, you know, your hardware really wouldn't be able to keep up with. And now they're actually implementing that with Crackdown 3's multiplayer. The destructible environments, the you know, all that stuff they're doing in the multiplayer is all based on cloud processing. So if that actually works out, I could see them using that as, like, cloud processing, Game Pass membership, diskless system. They could be introducing a new infrastructure, and it could possibly work. I don't think it's going to be like a seller like the Switch is or the PS4 is, but at least gets them in the market of selling again. Like, I don't think that system sold very well in any of the iterations, whether it be the Slim model, the X, whatever. Like, I don't think that thing is selling well compared to the other two things it's competing against. So they need to do something kind of radical. And if they can at least get a foothold and something that's different from the other two hardware guys that are out right now, like, they need to do something. So it could work, but it might be one of those things. Like,
0: I just I don't know if the effort would justify. Like, I say that now, not just again, it's setting aside my bias as well. Mm-hmm. In this weird twist of events within the last two years, like physical media has just it it's enjoying a renaissance right now. There are so many, uh, there are so many publishers that are focused on limited physical runs of games that normally don't get physical uh, media. Uh. Like, dude, limited run games themselves, they're actually going to start... They made a partnership with Best Buy to start selling some of their games. That's fucking insane to me. That
1: is kind of nuts, yeah.
0: So... It's a little I mean, weird, like the climate. I mean, I think this would have been a great idea two years ago, but now, no. Like nah, people t-
2: two years ago, people were way too focused on physical media. You saw that with the launch of the Xbox. Anyway, the Xbox One oh, they made true. such a big stink. Uh, I think it's more conducive now than it was then. More people are accepting of an a digital only option. Like for me, for example, right? I've got a PlayStation Four and a Switch. If I was to buy an Xbox One, this would be a viable uh, option for me because a, the only space it takes up is the system itself. Mm-hmm. I am running out of space at an alarming rate in my in my dwelling, and it's not like I've got money lying around to buy a house. So, uh, you know, being able to access, especially with something like Game Pass, access a ton of content within that one small box. I think is a great idea for people in a smaller dwelling or someone who uh, whose space is at a premium. And to be honest, three quarters of the stuff that I play these days are digital downloads anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. It lately has been the main source of digest. I just feel like, ah, oh, man, there's already been like stuff that's been ripped off the Switch store. Like, it just it, it see, it, there's so much stuff. I mean. Granted, it's probably not going to affect the games that really matter deep down. But, like, I don't know. I feel like it's not at a... We are not at the peak that we should be to make this, like, the only means. But, again, I guess it's not. If it's just an alternative model, it it basically... And I, I think this is what it's shaping out to be. If Microsoft basically pitched this, like hey, this is the the way we did the arcade model for the 360, and then we have the core model, and then we have the elite model. And, like, I'm pretty sure that did fairly well for Microsoft's numbers, and people bought it. People were just like, yeah, dude, like, they're... they're I'm saying, I, and I say this with the utmost confidence, there's got to be an Xbox 360 out there somewhere within the States that still has the fucking blades on their dashboard mm-hmm. and still has memory cards. There's a- gotta a- be and
1: hectic HD or whatever game thought on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. uh, so, we still have
3: hectic,
1: yeah.
0: I
2: am in, yeah, but so uh, I also want to sort of uh touch on that as well. too. the um, oh, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, it, it's not the only option that they're making, it's not like they're ceasing production of a drive laden Xbox One, it's mm-hmm. just an option for people who would prefer that. And especially around here, a lot of people do prefer digital only.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, at this point, I, I guess maybe it, it personally, it's always, uh, the crowds you're running with and, and just the rumblings you see. I, I don't, I, I don't know. I just don't feel like I've observed, uh, an enthusiasm for this. I could definitely see where it could benefit people, but I just don't know if we're, Still at that point, but thinking about it now, maybe I was definitely a little too hasty to say this should have come out two years ago. No, I think that the move to do it now would be best, but I would hope that it's done. It's just an alternative. I mean, if it's a cheaper alternative, because that's the thing. I don't mind digital at all. I just, the fact that I see no, that there's no advantage to it. That's what kind of bothers me because the advantage to it was always supposed to be convenience and and other means of maintenance. I don't it doesn't offer that really. uh, Aside from the fact that like, no, I'm not going to a merchant or I'm not opening up a package in front of my doorstep. But like
2: at the same time, though, you've got an Xbox one, right? Yeah. So it, it's not aimed at you anyway. It,
1: it, yeah, and you mentioned not. that, and it's kind of interesting because it kind of reminded me that I know Xbox for a while now, since I'd probably say the initial run of the one, they would do a thing where they would say, okay, you're going to pay, you know, what is it, like $10 a month for, you know, 24 months or whatever it was. Like they, they do payment plans on their Xbox One where you get like mm-hmm. the system, Xbox Live Gold, you know, whatever bundle, and you pay monthly, and then when your two-year thing is up, you own it. So who's to say they don't, like, roll out a $10 a month, and in two years you pay it off, and it comes with Game Pass, and you get the system, and you pay $10 a month, and you get, like, like just bundle it up. $10 a month, you get Xbox Live Gold, you're paying on your system, you get the Game Pass, and then in two years you own it. I, I if, if I didn't have a system, and I didn't think I'd want a system or I could afford a system... Who wouldn't pay $10 a month? I pay 10 bucks for my Netflix, my Hulu, my network. Like, it, in my opinion, that's actually a genius move because then they're getting $10 a month from whoever wants to fucking pay $10 a month for a system that can stream their Netflix. And, and they're locked in now. They're locked in for two years. And they, they have that, you know, the hardware doesn't get them what they want money-wise. Like, it's never been about that. You sell a piece of hardware, most companies lose money when they sell hardware nowadays. Yeah. It's a loss. They want to get them in the infrastructure of getting the games, the accessories, the gold memberships, the you know online passes. If they can get them for an X amount of dollars per month and lock them in on something like this, I think that's a genius move. It's just a matter of getting the public knowledge of knowing, hey, like why do I want this? Well, it's only ten dollars a month, so why not? You know, it's just I think True that would that, that that'd be brilliant if they did it that way. I I would if I didn't have one already. Like I said, I'm paying for Game Pass and I don't even play the games I get. It's just why wouldn't I pay ten bucks a month to have these, you know? It's I
3: don't know.
0: These are all very, very it's wise a, words and very true. It's so. a good it's a good idea. It could work. Here's the looking forward to it, man. Yeah. I mean either way. Well, aside from that, I don't think much else has happened news wise. I mean, we could definitely talk about it. I kinda wanna talk a little bit about Detective Pikachu. Uh, trailer impressions. Have we all at least talked, like seen the trailer?
1: just just, just Mr. Mime. That's the only thing that really matters ultimately in that oh whole thing. God. <laughs> that fucking nightmarish kickball oh. shoulders.
0: His fucking shoulders are kickballs, so dude. So good.
1: So good. Oh, I love the
0: it tra- though. the
2: trailer is all kinds of fucked up, but in kind of a good way. In a good way.
1: Yeah, yeah. dude, it's weird. I love it. it I love that it, they look to me it's like Roger Corman doing Fantastic Four kind of fucked up, but I'm into it for some reason. Like it's just like okay, cool. Like we can do this.
2: Was it Roger? Yeah, but dude, whoa, whoa, just whoa.
0: imagine all the monstrosities that they haven't shown yet. Like I want to see him a champ in this world.
2: Oh yes. Like his ghost, oh, a back- vo- voice back-ness. by vo- voice
1: by John Cena. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. It's uh, Yeah, that's it's another going thing full too. Chowiniki. Oh god. What um yes, what
0: Pokémon are going to have a voice? I think it's just Ryan Reynolds doing Pikachu, but like everybody else has got their
1: their native. Uh-huh. Their native. Their the, native the, Poketongue, Native Yes, yes.
0: Fucking um, Mewtwo's gonna look like a naked mole rat.
1: Uh, it's it, gonna is, look... is Mewtwo in it? Have they confirmed that, or is it like Mewtwo's in the game? So
0: I'd imagine yeah, he'd be in it.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I dude, guess. I should play that game. I should what play a, Detective what Pikachu a, at this point. It's it's weird because yeah. like here's the thing too, because he's got such a Danny DeVito ass voice in the game. He's just like. Oh, I love my coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm Pikachu. <laughs> I don't battle much.
1: Pika, Pika. Then,
0: yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, that's why, dude, I love these Danny DeVito mashups with the trailer so far. It's so...
3: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so stuff. great. Yes. Like,
0: Like, uh, I think I'm going to show note a couple of my favorites. I'm going to be completely honest, and I have no shame in doing it, just because Uh, just hearing, like, Pikachu with Danny DeVito's voice pointing at his tail... In the context, being like, shove it right up your ass, right up your ass. It's just ah, uh, God bless his soul. I hope I hope we don't lose Devito anytime soon. No, no, God he, damn, he is a treasure, absolute treasure. But dude, it's it's really like I, what I want to know is like Nintendo's name is on it, but it looks like it's definitely Warner the, Brothers. The entity that's got w- Warner Brothers Legend, uh, studios are like the. The filmmaking muscle behind it, uh-huh. but Nintendo's also got their name on it, and the Pokemon Company International. And I want to say that they've got a lot of their hooks into the creative control on it. But I'm really happy that they've like rendered fur on on everything that would have fur. Mm-hmm. There's plumage on Psyduck. Like shit yeah. looks weird. Did you guys see like the um, the modeled characters? Uh, the behind the scenes actually have like uh 3D like physical models that they used,
2: like animatronics.
0: Yeah. Oh. Huh.
2: Yeah, this shit's gonna
0: look like fucking straight up uh, Lucasfilm's Howard the Duck. I was gonna like, say this hey, is like, some like, Muppet
2: like,
1: Studio like, shit. Like is Henson in the mix, just like just doing some puppets and shit, or? I don't
0: know. I don't know uh. who Legend Studios has their tie with, but I know Legend Studios has done some weirder stuff. I don't know. I'll, I'll definitely have to do. I have some words that I wanted to put uh, together as far as my thoughts on Detective Pikachu. I I was only... pretty
2: impressed with that Charizard render. That was pretty. So cool.
1: so so we're getting into, into movie critiques now. Is that like our new thing? Press press pause. We've pa- kind of been doing it. Press pause. We've kind of been doing press it. Press pause. Movies.
2: Yeah yeah. I mean All I right. don't mind it. Still but... works. There's a pause button on the controller, right? True. So... Sure. Sure. <laughs> there you go.
0: All right. Um, but I'm no. I'm pretty excited for it. Uh. Definitely wanna see like I was it was June twenty nineteen. The fact that we even got that much of a date uh surprised the shit out of me, to mm-hmm. be completely honest. Um but hopefully it I don't know, hopefully it, it even if even then it just falls and it's so bad it's good. I'll take that. But it's just so weird, like we always wanted a live action adaption of Pokemon and it's this is this is what we're getting. This is what we're getting. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like this is what we're getting.
1: You, you brought the sun yourself. So,
0: yeah. So, uh, uh, let's go ahead and dive into what's it. in your console real quick before sure. we go ahead and hit the future topic. Yes. I think this might be a little sparse, so who knows.
1: Oh, hey, Andrew. What's going on, man? Hey. hey, what's going on, dude? How you doing? Uh,
0: well, same old, same <sighs> old, really. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, uh,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what? How'd you do that? What happened? I, I tweaked something. I tweaked it. I think I Jeez. tweaked my elbow. God, now oh, it's a, the wrong a, kind of ear- tweak. It's these earbuds I wear. Like, I think I'm going to be working out, so I want to have the right earbuds to work out and run. But I end up just tripping over them and, and hurting myself like I just did.
0: Yeah, you're subscribing to the wrong mm. kind of tweak
1: there, pal. I mean, mm. speaking of earbuds, tweaked audio. Jesus,
0: tweaked audio. Dude, they're tangle-free. Tangle-free earbuds that come in seven different styles and colors. And not only that, they allow for mic and non mic versions. So that way you can use them
1: anytime you're, I don't know, calling for a doctor. Because it sounds like you're in a lot of pain. Right now, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those, those, those cost way too much money, though. I, I don't think I could afford a, a pair of earbuds that don't tangle. Because they all do. They well, always tangle up. <sighs>
0: You know, dude, they are designed to sound great and they're really cool for uh, just about anything you need them for is because they got noise reducing design. So with all these sweet features, you'd be in luck because we currently have a code that you can use on tweakedaudio.com right now. It's PPR. You just got to type PPR and you'll be set from
1: there. It's easy enough. Hey, Sarah, can you help me up, man? Like, I think I really hurt something. I need
2: some help. Can you prop me up, please? Dude, what happened? Get up, man. So you, you, te- you tripped over these things?
1: Yeah, I, more like I fell over them, I think. Honestly, Man, I hurt myself pretty bad.
2: Why don't you have any tweaked? I mean, they're compatible with iPods, iPhones, and Android devices, so you really have no excuse.
1: I mean, I guess, but like you said, there's a discount code. But I mean, am I really going to save a lot, you think, with this? Because I, I really can't afford... I, I, I honestly tear up all my earbuds, like, all the time.
2: Well, 33% off with free shipping and a lifetime warranty? How could you afford not to, dude?
1: A lifetime of warranty would be amazing because I'm very, very clumsy. And also I, I live on a limited income because I buy way too many earbuds. So I need to buy <laughs> one. I need to buy one pair and be done. So I think this is the one I'm going to get,
2: man. Go to www.tweakedaudio.com and get your shit sorted out.
0: Yeah, dude, enter in the code PPR and you can get 33% off some new earbuds. Uh, But before we do that, let's, let's get you to the nearest emergency uh,
1: care. Yeah. 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 Can we ice this? Thank you. Okay.
0: What's in your console? All right. Um, Sarah, I think you've been playing the most. So should we save you for last, or do you want to go ahead and talk about it now? I kind of want to hear what you've been playing now, because you've been definitely streaming a lot of shooters lately.
2: Oh, yeah. I've been streaming a bunch of stuff, but actually playing things... There's only one game that I've been playing a lot lately, and that's a mobile game, like a stupid mobile game, called Azure Lane. Uh, it's basically like an anime naval thing with all of your ships being a bunch of girls. One of those. Uh, don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. So,
1: we 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 all play Death Smiles, so it's not really too yeah. far from the truth. Yeah. Right? yeah,
2: I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, Uh, It's it's freemium. Obviously, you can pay into it if you want to, but like the only money that I put into it was like a dollar, and I got a special limited ship out of it. So that was really it. Um, you can do anything else in game. All of your gem, like the currency that you pay for, is gems, and you can get gems left and right. So it's yeah, it's it's not bad at all. With but is it like a
0: tactics RPG or
2: well, sort of. So okay. How this works is you build fleets of ships, right, uh, of up to six, three of them in the back, which is your main fleet, and then three up front, which is your Vanguard fleet. So your Vanguard fleet does all of your battles and stuff like that, right? Uh, you move your sh- your fleets around like a gridded area uh, to take on a-, a number of enemy fleets. And at the end, you take up the flagship and you progress to the next area uh some of them require you to do it over and over again like i'm i'm at a point now where i have to do each one four times uh but that's you know typical inflated mobile gameplay right mm-hmm.
1: just grinding just um, all about the yeah
2: grind. exactly yeah uh you can level up your ships up to uh level 100 you can overhaul certain ones to give them different looks uh you can purchase skins with uh gems or you can do certain events to get special skins uh, you can level up your ships faster if you put them into the dorm and put them into training. Uh, you can keep them happy by feeding them. So there's like a heavy simulation aspect to it, right? Mm. Um, but when you actually go into battle, your Vanguard fleet is directly controlled with like a virtual thumbstick and it kind of becomes a side-scrolling shooter in mm. a lot of ways. So huh. they'll they'll shoot automatically, but you can uh, also input specific... Uh, attacks like uh, you can launch a torpedo salvo for example uh you can have someone from your main fleet launch a uh, a bombing raid and you can actually uh sort of target and attack with your main fleet for like battleship salvo and uh once everyone is taken out you sink the fleet and you, and you continue on so uh, i have to have put like 100 hours into this stupid game Damn, I'm totally honest. So, 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 I mean, most mobile
0: shooters have auto fire, don't they?
2: Yeah, most of them do. But like, this is it's more strategy and simulation than shoot 'em up. If I'm totally honest, Uh, and like, you build ships. You use these things called wisdom cubes to build new ships. Um, you can you can hasten it by using something called a quick finisher, and both of these things can be earned through various tasks throughout the week. Anyway, so again. You don't really have to pay much, if anything at all, into the game uh, to get you know to progress through it. Uh, you've got your typical things like you've got common, rare, elite, and super rare, uh, typical stuff, right? And really, it all boils down to RNG. Do you get a really good chip on the outset, or do you build a hundred chips before you get something decent, right? So, That's kind of what it is.
1: So, is that the hook for you for playing it? Because I know I have that kind of similar thing with the mobile game I play. Is just the idea of eventually I'll unlock this one thing I've been kind of like wanting to get. I I is that what ultimately keeps you playing for 100 hours? It's just the the Yeah. Yeah. kind of just... uh, like
2: I haven't gotten through all the stages obviously and they've got frequent events, right? So you're uh-huh. getting new skins and new uh new bits for your dorm and stuff like that yeah. all the time. So it does keep it relatively fresh. Uh lately I've just been playing it on auto. So like my car- my main fleet, my my first main fleet, you can have up to 4 um, it is like the average level is 90, so mm. I can just hit, um, uh, the button up in the top of the screen for, uh, auto battle Yeah, and it'll just do its business and yeah. destroy everything on the screen without me having to worry about it, huh. which is handy if I'm starting to fall asleep, but <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: done that. I, I, I've been yeah. in bed listening to a podcast playing Disney battle for whatever the fuck it is. And it's got Disney characters <laughs> in it. And yeah, I, f- I've fallen asleep a few yeah. times, like mid battle. It's yeah
2: obviously I'm like the, the designs the designs yeah I see what you do there <laughs> Man, um it
1: wasn't even I wasn't even attempting it but thank you
2: <laughs> <laughs> so like obviously like all of these designs are mostly fan service um I sort of look past that uh for the most part and yeah the gameplay is fun enough that it keeps me coming back so you know if that sounds like something you'd be interested in Azure Lane is free, and you can play it now on any Android or iOS device.
1: Yeah, get 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 in the Google Store.
2: Yeah, other than that, though, I haven't been playing much else. Uh, I I played this on the last stream, George. You probably like this. Check this out. Got some sunset riders. Yeah, it is a good one. The music in this game is fan friggin' tastic. It's pretty good.
0: Um, very good.
2: But, yeah, that's more
0: so, or less what I've been up to. So, uh, what about you, Andrew? Should I should we save you for last? It,
1: it's been minimal for me. Um, I, I think last time we recorded, I did Festival of the Lost, which was the Destiny seasonal event for Halloween. I didn't do a lot of it. Um, I played a little bit of it. But Destiny has been kind of my obvious, you know, Every week, I do like an hour's worth of gameplay just keeping up with it. That's nothing new. uh played a little bit of Mega Man Eleven on the switch. I am not very good at it. I am on the easiest <laughs> difficulty that is imaginable, and you know'm just trying to get through it because I'm not good. At those kinds of games I found out uh I just want to... I don't like
2: it much actually.
1: Uh, You know, yeah, it's not a big fan. I I, I don't mind it, but I'm not as invested nor am I as versed as uh, probably the both of you in Mega Man games. So for me, it's kind of a nice little time killer just to kind of like play. And I get a little frustrated at some of the, you know, harder platforming parts of it, but I do like the blend of unlocking new abilities to kind of utilize in other stages to make them way easier than they have any reason to be. Um, I, I dig it. I, I, I like the updated graphics. I like that the fire guy is kind of like a street fire character and throws Hadoukens. I thought that was kind of a nice touch. Um, I don't know. I, I I dig it. But you know, ultimately, I would be lying if I said I didn't buy it to get the amiibo. Uh,
3: I mean, <laughs> See, I, that's I, exactly what sure I, I,
1: I love I, that amiibo. I, 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 I was pissed about the packaging, but that's another conversation we'll have later. Um yes. I, I, I bought it for the amiibo, and the game's all right. But you know, I think now that um, you know, I've been playing it for a while. Uh, Dude, man. Did
2: did you get that one
1: yet? Is, is that?
0: Is, you, want, you want to come at me? Is that how we do this? You want to come at me with this? You want
2: to come at me? <laughs> yes. Yes. You want to come at me with that? <laughs> I, I didn't get it. I didn't even know it was you know out yet. Like yeah, I got that it's one too. It's bullshit It's packaging. in the box though. this, this white ass backboard? Yeah, it's backboard.
0: stupid. I keep it in the box. Mount the box yeah. to the wall. Hold on. I I open all mine. You guys know that. that um, I, know. I didn't get that one yet. I didn't even know it was out. Um, but Dark Souls is out, so it makes sense. Have yeah. the shovel. Knight I didn't Mimo know come when I bought yet? it either.
2: What
1: the shovel knight Have... one did, but the, uh, the 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 treasure trove one has not. The one with the three. Uh, villains? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, no. I
0: know. Shut like so. Yeah, they, I keep they they. Thinking del- I missed out on Plague Knight and King Knight.
1: <sighs> they keep on delaying it. Like I think it's not even out till next year sometime. I think uh, most likely the Switch version of that game's coming out next spring. I think it's when we'll probably see the amiibos drop. I've had that thing pre-ordered for like almost a year now.
2: I've been seeing a lot of games that uh, have just kind of slipped into 2019 for no real reason.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I I've seen the same thing. It just it like, kind of, it keeps on getting pushed just like randomly too.
2: It's it's kind of funny too. Like okay, so I got uh, Penguin Wars over the summer, and uh, like I I had been waiting a while for that game to come out, but it kept getting delayed. It eventually, got to a point that it was going to be released on my birthday. I'm like, yes, yeah, sweet. <sighs> Uh, it didn't happen. No. Nope. So it got, it got delayed until like September or October or something like that. September I think is when it was. Hmm. Uh, so I finally got it then. But I said, man, Siberia Delta, I'll bet you it'll, it'll suffer the same fate. It'll keep getting delayed. Guess what? Guess what? It was de- yep. delayed until March of 2019. Uh, it's been out in Japan since August. And like, just nothing there's nothing local. Yeah. There is no reason for that. Like, yeah, it's already been it, delayed. I, I once don't even or feel twice. like the
0: holidays that bloated. It, it's it's Smash Brothers, yeah. Red Dead, um, Pokemon Let's Go, and shit. I don't even think Sony's I think got.
2: I mean, all of Nicalis' stuff was yeah, pushed in yeah, 2019 cause, too.
1: Yeah, because Days Gone got pushed, and that was like the only other Sony release that I knew of.
2: I think Remy Lore is the only Nicalis one that's left, and hmm. I think it's still this year, but who knows? I mean, it could be next year too. Yeah,
1: but no, yeah. For me, it's just been mostly a little bit of Mega Man Eleven on the Switch, uh, Destiny, and that's it. Um, you know, I, 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 I think I wanted to dive into some PC games when they had the last sale during Halloween. I picked up a couple things on sale, and uh, I haven't touched them. So maybe Christmas break. Maybe do some Steam games, hopefully. There's a couple of de- decent ones that have come out I want to try out.
2: Make um, sure to check out Zero Ranger.
1: Zero Ranger, okay.
2: Yeah, it's the next Bullet Heaven, but uh, it's pretty decent.
1: Okay, nice, nice. PC? Yeah. Okay. Um, and speaking of, uh, uh, Sarah's been been hitting it hard on the Bullet Heavens. There's a few of the games that he's reviewed that I actually want to pick up on Switch now. Like, I, I kind of wait to buy things on Switch until he's come out with a review. I'm like, all right, I'll probably grab that one now because he's... And it pisses me off because I, I got Dragonblade and then like a week later, you reviewed um, shit. It was the second one. It was a sequel. Um, I don't know. We'll have to look at it later. Well,
2: Gum Bird too. Yes,
1: right? yes, exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah, like a week later, I was like, well, fuck, I should have gotten that one because it got a better review than Dragonblade did.
0: I still want to pick that up just because I feel like it's going to be impossible to find it like at a fair price on the Dreamcast. So oh yeah, I might as yeah, well just get just the testicle one
2: on Switch, man.
0: Yeah, there's yeah, a physical, physical one release? on switch?
2: Yeah, it's coming up it's coming out in Psycho Collection Volume 2. Oh, ah. along with Dragon Blaze.
0: Okay. Dude, you know what also had a stealth <laughs> release that I still need to pick up is uh and like I definitely want to review it for the site is uh SNK 40th anniversary. Yes. Version. And I
2: I'm going to try to pick that up tomorrow me, actually. Me
1: me personally, the titles of that release, I'm not going to be super into, but I know they're doing downloadable content to expand on those titles. And honestly, I think that the stuff that Frank Savaldi's been doing with that, I think, has to be kind of supported because that dude is just a treasure. in, in, well, in, the, in, in this, like, you know, trying to restore and trying to catalog. Just and maintain that. Like, everybody always absolutely. thinks
0: that, like, MVS and above is what, like, SNK yeah, started off me, with. And there's me, so me cool. too. Like, I was
1: like, where's War of the Monsters? Like, I don't know. Or not War of the Monsters, uh, King of the Monsters. I was like, I don't know what any of these titles are, but yeah, that, that is SNK's legacy. Like, that's far beyond anything I was familiar with. Athena. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you so, talked to, oh, so and, and you talked about that RPG a while ago, the one they have on there. Crystalis. Crystalis. Yeah, yeah. You've talked about that a few times. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Um,
2: a lot of those games are on the SNK uh, Classics Volume Zero for PSP. See, I have the Volume mm-hmm. 1
1: on Wii, and that has more yeah. of the stuff I'm into the arcade-ass kind of stuff.
2: Vol- Volume 0 was kind of a it was kind of a stealth release even in Japan and it's kind of rare. <laughs> it's like 200 bucks these days. Damn. So, uh even when I bought it it was close to 200 when we bought it, but um Shit. it it was worth it for what it what it contained.
0: I personally like the big get for me in that collection cuz uh I know Sarah's familiar with the sequel which is just fucking dope. It's ridiculous and it's also God, it's so pricey to get a cart of or a CD of. I think you can actually only get it for MVS. I don't know if it's on AES, but uh, Prehistoric Isle Two—that uh, is a horizontal shoot 'em up that involves fucking dinosaurs, like invading cities and whatnot. But cool. there was a, there was a, again, it's two. So the first one had its own jam aboard and was one of SNK's earlier arcade titles. Um, and I've never gotten the chance
2: to play it. Hmm. Is that and, sorry, that's on the it, Switch re, now too?
1: Is that part of the collection though, or is that like no? It, it's just no. it's just like oh, what? it's
2: not. No, no, but the 1st prehistoric file is.
0: But it is. It's on like uh, is it like uh, under Hamster? Yeah, it is. Yeah, the, the uh, Arcade
2: Archives released it recently. Cool. I played it on one of our streams. It's uh, it's something.
1: And Hamster just just doing it, man. Like they are. Yeah. They're doing some good work for sure. Like I think that oh, yeah. a lot of us would never see those titles. I I would never known about those existing if they weren't putting out that stuff. So,
0: so, cool. I, I, I guess I'll jump in. Uh-huh. All I've really been playing is Pokemon Go. Okay. Uh, they've released new research quests, so I've been finishing up on the Halloween one. And what's weird is like I, I, I thought uh, Spirit Tomb, which is one of the Shino Pokemon, was going to be the reward for it, but I actually got it in the middle of doing it. And I still haven't finished it. Huh. Um, they've released a new research for Melton now that Melton's uh, made Uh, official.
1: Yeah. That thing they're doing like the crossover for let's go. Yeah. And then
0: there's a lot of let's go centric research quests and whatnot, but I haven't been able to play it too much because of the current outdoor climate Mm -hmm. in California, Mm -hmm. but we did uh, Val and I managed to play it quite a bit today and we were trying to get some progress And we played it in the Bay for a bit. Um, it is, it is one of those games now where it's so instant in, in terms of getting the stuff that you really need that, like, yeah. if you're not on it... it I You know, like, I knew it demanded a commitment, but I thought it would make... uh It, it offered some concessions or whatnot to kind of make it easy to jump back in, and it does, but, man, it went from a game that you can't really do a whole lot in once you've done it to, like, never having something to... Like, you always have something to do. Yeah. There's always something to do. And I think the times... The community
2: I, days, too, have been...
1: Yes, I was, yeah, the community days, and, you know, there's a time frame you have to play it in, but I found myself one day between 2 and 5, my time, you know, like actively grinding and playing Go just to get this, you know, thing evolved into, you know, whatever it was going to have that day. Um, and that's something I had never done in Go before. Um, I, think it's, I think it's just a word of mouth thing, you know. Like I have uh, a few coworkers uh, that play it and they, you know, now the trading system's in effect. Like they want to trade. Uh, older Pokemon because if you trade to get, the lucky, you get the lucky one yeah yeah like we did that like a couple of days ago uh, a coworker and I and I was like oh okay cool like I haven't turned this thing on on my phone in forever because my GPS is always screwing up it never wants to seem to lock on a GPS signal We'll, and there you
0: go. Do you have that benefit and that advantage? I haven't yeah. been on top of like my gifts, but gifts are at this point, like, and I feel bad. Like, I know Sarah's been waiting for me to open one of his gifts. <laughs> I, I,
1: I do. Sarah, I... Sarah, hit me up with your info because I know uh, I've been saying like I know uh
0: Day
2: Rune. Oh, yeah, Day- another yeah, friend anyway. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Day Rune has been sending me stuff, and you
0: know, yeah. yeah so I'm so bad. Be- like, I I still have a bunch of gifts I need to manage at some point, either tonight or tomorrow night. Yeah. But like. Dude, I'm bad at managing it with Val and I, I live with her. I see her every day. <laughs> like, I I just it's so daunting now. Uh-huh. Um but essentially that and uh Castlevania Requiem, so we uh currently playing that, uh that and we'll have a review of that up. Um as far as it's really weird because it takes a lot from the virtual console release. Like, including, like, some of the dub-over stuff that they've uh, done. Like, it's a, it's a weird amalgamation of what they've done for the Wii U slash Wii Virtual Console release. And then the Dracula X Chronicles uh, release. Not the reboot, but the included retro version of it. Like, first and foremost, they took the weird title screen where it actually says in English Castlevania Rondo of Blood. It doesn't have Akumaju Dracula XX. Um and they actually have dubbed voices with subtitles. Um they did a new and and somebody pointed out that they actually did this on the on the Wii virtual console release too. I didn't realize it, but there's a new dude uh that's speaking the German in the beginning straw which I found, like, really ridiculous as to why. Um, the game, as far as its presentation, it scales okay, um, but it it really, like, I, I haven't been able to find out. Apparently, there's a way to mess around with the um, the aspect ratio and the pixel width and size, uh, and you can customize it fairly well, but, like, I can't find it because the interface is so clunky. Like, you can't access that in-game at all. You have mm. to do it prior to setting up, any. It's it is so cumbersome. I can't stand it. And then, of course, um, there's some, like, I don't know. I feel like they didn't really put it together. Like, there's some weird vi- visual glitches still, like, where there's screen tearing or, like, uh or pixel jumping, which I didn't think was excusable.
1: Like yeah. for the kind of release so, that it so was, it, but, like, like they didn't really clean it up or do anything. They just kind of just like poured no. it. yeah, that that seems. It, odd. it
0: it was really bizarre. But you know what's funny is they okay. So they did kind of clean it up. But if you play it on a, if you're playing it on a pro, which I'm not yet. Uh huh. Um, but if you play it on a pro and you play it on a 4K display, and I've seen like video of it, like they clean it up. It's especially noticeable in Symphony of the Night, because uh, like the the textured um all the textures that are on polygons are like super fucking almost so clean that they look like they were shopped in. Like (laughs) it's weird because they didn't clean up. They don't clean up anything else. Everything else is still fairly pixelated and, and very accurate to its original form uh, uh, formation. But you know, I mean, they're great games. They still play really well. The trophies, um, are really just that and and then basically getting these games together in a package is really nice Mm -hmm. um i was just kind of bummed that like he didn't get i don't know i didn't get the uh the remastered treatment and what's really weird too is that like it's exclusive to psn because sony handed handled the remastering (laughs) and i don't by remastering
1: they just took yeah, they
0: <laughs> they just took what they did with Dracula X Chronicles, just the, the, but they
1: didn't just ported the PSP copy to PSN,
0: right? Yeah. with some elements taken from the Virtual Console release, which I still don't even know how that really was really done. Weird. But like, yeah. I mean, it's still it's still a neat way to play the game now if you haven't already
1: played it. Well, yeah, because originally and you can I only definitely... get through the Virtual Console or the PSP title, which both are almost impossible to do now. Like, you can't even get the game on yeah. Virtual Console anymore, and PSP version, fucking. Was that even released in the States, or was that a Japanese-only release? No, you I was released in the States. Was it? You can was even it? play okay. it on the Vita. Oh. But but, no, yeah, but, but a... no, no digital version? Just physical? Yeah,
0: the digital version. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's available. It's one of the backwards-compatible huh. PSP games that works on the Vita. Oh, that's kind of so dope. It's okay. fairly easy. Okay,
1: okay. I thought it was
2: um, hard to get all PSP I don't... games backward-compatible. Uh, Wait, what's that? Digital ones? Pretty sure that all PSP games are backward-compatible that were digitally released.
0: Really? Yeah. I feel like there are a few that weren't though. Like um, Soul Calibur, I don't think is. Which is weird because yeah, Soul Calibur weird. works it, on the PlayStation
1: maybe, TV. Like yeah, a licensing thing, maybe or something. It, it,
0: no, it's just it's just an architecture thing. Like okay. it's fucking weird. weird what will play on PlayStation TV uh-huh. and what won't play on PSC PlayStation Vita. Is
2: just a Vita though. It you is know, except yeah. for the touchscreen. screen. No, stuff. there
0: there's some other because it's it's it all has to do with the video output. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. It
1: it's that whole you, kn- you thing know is still really that weird. hot selling item the PlayStation TV.
2: <laughs> yeah, that.
0: No, everybody wants it now because there've been new hacks released for yeah. it. So it's skyrocketed in the reseller market.
2: Ugh. Well, they missed it, that
0: boat. Yeah. It it's neat to play PlayStation Persona 4 Golden on a TV. I'll I'll say that much.
1: Are you are you playing the PS2 version?
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'd I'd rather.
1: I'd I, rather hey, check you it know out what? And, At least you're playing it. That's all that matters. At least you're playing it.
0: I sl- slogging through it I is know. more like it. Um, but aside from that, as okay. you guys have known, I've torn apart my game room. I have nothing connected. I have this the CRT TV that's capable of 240p component uh output and and other stuff that basically kind of capture RGB for uh, my classic stuff, and I modded. Uh, so far, I've modded my NES. Uh, I'm waiting on a shitload of HD retrovision cables to fall in my lap. And um, I just got the cables for the Saturn and really messed with that. I posted like a little video collage of it a while back on Twitter. Um, I'm going to post some other stuff. But so far, I'm waiting on a shitload of cables. And then I have to fix my Neo Geo CD because the tray won't stop popping out. So no. I gotta, it's fine i got to fix that, and then uh, I have to mod my ColecoVision and my Atari 5200 and my twin Famicom, and then that's it. Everything else, uh, uh, according to plan, I should have everything up and going uh, by January, and I'll have everything put together. I'll have the 4K display set up. Um, I've already got my Xbox One X and my Connect adapter, which I've managed to fucking wrangle. Uh...
1: The Connect, what's that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so that I don't know if anybody knows about it, so I'll I'll put it on blast real quick before we move on to the future topic. But that impossible, like near, like debt, like you couldn't even find it adapter to get the Connect to work on your One X. Uh huh. Um, Microsoft manufactured a second wave that they have put out and a lot of people bought up on them, yeah. but they made so many that the value has already dropped. Oh, wow. Huh, that's surprising. So now it's back to like 60 bucks. So if anybody nice. who may not have traded in their Connect and was just like kind of holding out
1: for that copy like, of dance party or uh, uh dance central <laughs> or whatever you got
0: no motherfucker but if they were holding out on like hey you know because re- like maybe you want to use cortana maybe you don't want to play like or me i would love to play such classics as fru or fruit ninja 2 uh-huh.
3: or uh, fighters Dragon.
0: uncaged yeah <laughs> or some i dude i just i like that the connect is there and there's some connect functionality like i don't know about you but like I really enjoy the fact that I can pet the giraffe in Zoo Tycoon.
1: I never got okay? Milo, so I was automatically like against it. Like I couldn't scan it in my skateboard or whatever they had <laughs> in the
2: demo <laughs> thing. So fuck them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah I, I, so it's going to be an promise. extra
0: power supply in my setup. But uh-huh. um, I, I looked up some other power options, and then basically that would be it. I, I've already got the PlayStation Two. Um, the GameCube I was messing around with tonight because everything's gonna be half component, half S video, and so far I've been getting like kind of weird visuals with S video with the GameCube, but so far everything looks pretty cool. I'm I'm gonna see if maybe I I read that monster cables for the GameCube for S video are the best cables. They're actually just as good as not better than OEM, hmm. and then that's kind of like where I'm at. So. I'm I'm still everything's just sort of out on the floor, but I have way more room now that I've moved around some stuff and added some new furniture, like more room than I thought I had. So VR is gonna definitely be fucking fun. Um, and we picked up I don't know I talked about it before, but uh, virtual reality and some other uh, VR titles, but Tetris Effect I can't wait, and I still have some unfinished business in Res, so mm. I'm just excited to get. Oh, and I picked up Resident Evil Seven. For PlayStation uh, 4 this time I traded in my Xbox One copy so right. gonna try to get that VR Some experience VR stuff and yeah, then that'd be cool that's pretty much it for me and what's in my console or, or lack there ugh, excuse me lack thereof oh it smells mm. like, tasty mm, god fuck this pollution Um. anyway yeah that's I think it's time to move on like to, a meal. right Jesus uh, I think mm. it's time to meet uh, <laughs> Christ Uh, Get to our feature topic well, Welcome um, Feature topic
1: Hello How are you Feature topic Yeah Hi What's n-
0: going n- on n- Nice to meet you um, Kind of want to Just go ahead and dive into uh, Whether or not we need E3 Anymore So let's get into that Yep
1: Alright, sweet. <laughs> nice. See you guys later. <laughs> See you next time. No, but okay, so, um, so I you, I, I I am curious, and we've had this conversation a few times already, but you, George, have actually been to E3. Yeah. And Sarah, I don't know, you haven't been to E3 yet. I I had no interest really of going to E three, and now that it's open to the public, I really don't have any interest in going to E three. But that being said, are we just saying this now because now it's open to the public, it's not a big thing anymore, so now we can just say fuck E three? Or like what is the like overall, like I love E three that time of year. Like that to me, that's like Super Bowl for sports fans. Like I love getting ready for E three week. Like I love the excitement around it, the the fever of like people like, oh man, they're gonna announce new stuff. Like I like it. It's actually exciting to get you know like pumped for it. That being said, the establishment in itself and the organization itself. No, but I, I like the time frame. I like the time of E3, but but like to me, I, I we had this conversation. And you were talking about the topic. I was like, we're just saying that now because it's open to the public. And now we're just gonna be shitty about it. I'm like, well, fuck E3 now, you know, fuck you guys. You guys open to the public. No one cares. It's not a big thing. No. But is that? I mean, I, we're not being jaded by saying all this. It's actually legitimately maybe not necessary. I think it's but genuine.
0: Why? Okay, so and you and I, we've gone, we've had our roundabouts. I, I'd be lying if I said that, like. I think what really brought this about was Sony's decision, as we mentioned before, but I think the public had something to do with it. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, because Nintendo was still a part of E3, albeit it was just they have booths set up for their one game they're demoing at that event. Otherwise, announcements and everything else, they are in control of. It's just them taking control of the excitement of their product. But they're still there at E3, so... Yes, right. So, 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 but so, like, Sony possibly pulling more the same or thing less,
0: out. I think more or less Sony is going to kind of capture that before. But I'm I'm looking at it from a practicality standpoint, okay. and like Sarah made a lot of good points too, because like where you have that same feverish excitement. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, in a sense, I think we all kind of do. But it's kind of at this point, it's overwhelming. It's dread. It's again yeah. the digest of it is so. And it, we already it,
2: it, we already talked about this before, too, the whole spoiler culture of things. We're figuring out what's going to be out on uh, at E3. Before it even yeah, time, that, you know? that's
1: a good point. Yeah, that was a so big that's part sort of, that. of
2: That definitely stifles the excitement that uh, most people would have for such an event where big announcements are going to be made when we already know what announcements will happen. Uh-huh. But when you've got such a large player as Sony not going to an event such as this, what's left? It just becomes a Microsoft show.
3: Yeah.
1: and You know, for me, like, I think that the reason why I get so excited about E3 in that week is because a lot of the outlets that I like, you know, following will be there and they'll cover it. So it's not so much like E3 in itself. It's obviously the trailers, the new games announced, that kind of thing. And then I like, you know, I, I personally am a fan of Giant Bomb's, you know, Dozens of hours of podcasting they do during that week, and it's kind of spawned some of the best moments, in my opinion, on the internet of just like really like crazy E3 moments. Like that's still a thing, right? Like E3 moments, like just crazy E3 moments. And I just feel like we'd be losing out on that if there wasn't a place where they could actually do it. Because it's, I
2: think because because I,
1: because it's it's so controlled, right? Like Nintendo has pre-recorded things. They they like you know dole out at their own time, their own leisure and then Sony will probably do much of the same. I don't think if Sony does anything around E3 week it won't be a live in their own venue kind of a thing like a PlayStation experience. I think it'll just be pre-recorded stuff like Nintendo does cuz it works well.
2: But yeah, it, I think I want to point out though that uh, the biggest moments out of E3 were actually at Sony pressers when they announced Shenmue 3 for example. Uh-huh. And when Last Guardian was finally uh, like given a, a firm date. Like people lost their collective yes. fucking stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's just not going to happen anymore. Yeah, <laughs> if and, Sony doesn't go to E three. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. Yeah.
1: I remember they did that for uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Like it was just kind of a big fucking deal that that was, and that was PlayStation Experience. But like, just, and that's just, kind of the point. Yeah, I want to draw. Yeah, from. So, so maybe you feel like they control the excitement around the announcements, and that's kind of I what think they want.
0: They have. I think they, when they work around their own timetables, Uh it's because, okay, there's such a pressure about Uh, it now. Yeah,
1: you're right. I was going to say the rush to get something out before E3, that is very true. And I think it's very damaging to a game's momentum because they could release information too quick. And that's like, well, now our timetable is fucked because we had to get this presser out. We had to get this trailer out. Yeah, you're right.
0: Absolutely. I just. And even then, like, we want to say that E3 is, like, the end-all, be-all event for coverage on the future of games. But, like, fuck, man, Tokyo Game Show, Gamescom, and and every other trade show, GDC, there's... At this point... PAX doesn't really
1: have any announcements ever, and they could definitely do that at PAX if they wanted to. It's so... It's so much. It is
0: overindulgence to the point where, like, things get drowned out in the noise. I... And I guess the fun of it is kind of discussing like what you found exciting with another peer who may have found something exciting that you didn't necessarily latch on to. But I feel like when you get digestible bits of it, in something like is controlled as like, even uh, granted, like 95% of anything Nintendo does in their Nintendo Directs is first party, but they do a lot of like third-party and second-party stuff too and mentioned stuff that i didn't even realize
2: yeah they, could, I, they, I, they have a pretty decent reel of uh, third-party stuff every yeah. year
0: yeah i my i'll tell you right now during microsoft's keynote my favorite my favorite thing is uh, the idea at xbox like a showcase and montage because i get to find out about all the indie games that i didn't think we even gonna land like on the xbox storefront that, like, barely get, like, five seconds of screen time in the keynote unless they get that. Now, imagine if there was just an event that Microsoft curated on their own that didn't have to be, like, scheduled for, like, such a hot slot uh, on their fucking presentation that they can just do, like, 45 minutes of directly from, like, you know, just at this point in the day and age, like, where maybe digital distribution for games isn't at its peak yet information distribution is absolutely at its peak and nothing would please me more than just knowing I can wake up Thursday morning and have to pay attention to just one presentation from one publisher or company or platform and get excited about that. And knowing that I'll have another one two or three weeks Mm -hmm. spread it out. We are cramming so much shit in E3 to the point where like, it's almost if a game doesn't make it to E3 there's like this ridiculous speculation as to whether or not the game's been canned or is not available or the shape of the game was the game yeah. not or, presentable at E3 or,
1: or you get something like a best of show at E3 and then it comes out and you're like, what the fuck was that? Like it didn't even deserve that kind of nomination, but the, like yeah, they like, were the no one Man's Sky they were or, the one, or Evolve like they were the ones to get the trailer yeah. there and they were the ones to get the game there and they're like, oh, it's at E3. So obviously it's going to be the next big thing. And it's, like, this misconception that if you make it E3 and you have a good showing at E3, that, you know, that that's all you need. But, obviously, like you're saying, and I think that's true to the way it is now, you can have a game at E3. It doesn't mean you're going to be the game of the year. Like, it's just that that's not how you get the exposure to your game anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I want yeah. to too,
2: like, the idea that, uh, that Sony isn't going to be at E3, like, if... If all of the big, the big name uh, publishers and uh, and developers and and console distributors and manufacturers didn't waste millions of dollars on these presentations in the future, because game cost is still mounting. Yes, I'm sure that uh, just like we've had to face up here, uh, the dawn of the eighty dollar game will hit you guys in the United States sooner rather than later. If they can reduce the cost overall for marketing, yeah, and they they did in-house production, uh, without having to transport tons and tons and tons of gear
1: and resources and
0: absolutely. Oh god, yeah. the rock star marketing for Red Dead Redemption is some of the most obnoxious marketing I've seen in video games, like in a long time. But, but if you've gone to any urban area,
1: yeah. But you know he's right. I, I mean Sarah's right. Like you, you would have like. Things like the Telltale debacle, like that, may not happen or as quickly if they don't have to waste all their money on that kind of exposure. Like let them do them internally and put that money towards staffing, put towards especially
2: smaller devs. Yeah, too, yeah,
1: right yeah. You, you stay away from crunch and yeah, absolutely. You're, Which you're we we've, right.
0: we've all seen. I mean, I'm pretty sure like Red Dead's already topped. I think it's actually broken uh box office sales for for uh, as far as the equivalent of box office sales i should say for video games sort of charts in concern like it had the largest opening weekend for a triple a release for video games like that's already been confirmed i think it even beat grand theft auto like in terms of its release now as far as overall numbers nowhere near but like it i mean the game hasn't been out for a month um
2: yeah but uh gta 5 broke a billion dollars in two days
0: Yeah, and I believe Red Dead actually beat that. Oh, wow. I think. Yeah, Yeah, Renault. Red Dead had the largest opening. Like, Red Dead was where it was at. And, like, so much bigger
2: than movies, you know?
0: Mm
2: -hmm. (sighs) A billion dollars in two days. What movie did that? Avatar. Uh,
1: Yeah. Well, that's okay because no one one buys movie tickets anymore, anyways. So, (laughs) yeah. Got to
0: get
2: that movie pass. Yeah. Um,. Cheap Tuesdays for us. <laughs> Ooh, Jeez. those
1: matinee showings, huh? Yeah, there you go. But
0: I digress. Um, when Sarah kind of brought about, you know, because of the that news, we've we've already we've been dra- dancing around this eventuality. But like, that's how I look at it. It's an eventuality. I don't think. I think at this point, the medium is growing at such a point in, in especially its reach that like E3 in comparison seems a bit archaic. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, every other keynote or or presentation or anything that's dictated is usually done in a very controlled, like, uh, just somewhat of a seamless, like, a seamless press event or something like just done and, and fed into in a way that still has spectacle and pageantry, <laughs> but E3 kind of lost that along the way. It's it's just fucking bloated and, and filled with so much noise, like to the point where in, and, and not only that, like granted if they want to make it more accessible to the public, I mean, they could do so I don't know. It's not even easy to write about E three anymore. That's why we stopped doing it. We just talk about it now. But like, E three is already digested at such a weird pace that like, I feel like the only people that do have their finger on the pulse are the people that are already there in the scene. That's their job to have that. And even then, they're they're not even doing it. As we talked about, uh... like
2: we can report from home. It's like when you over compress audio trying to reduce your file size. What do you you get a loss of quality and a loss of definition? Uh if you just keep compressing the same talking points and and regurgitations, what do you get? Right? Uh j- just on that sort of merit. Um I wanna say that the main reason why we're seeing this kind of uh a changeover, change over I think it's been you're right, a slow decline. Uh, but I want—I want to say that I—I I think I can trace it back to 2006, with the rise of Twitter and Facebook, social networking in general. I think is what's contributing more and more to the, uh, uh, to the the general decline in in quality out of out, out of E3, right? Mm. I want to say that that's probably it, because like I remember pre 2006 when the internet was uh, was a little less wild. Uh, you're right, E3 was a big deal. I remember watching that shit on G4. Yeah.
0: And and even then, like, I, I feel like so much more video and, and just so much more access to everything, I don't know, it just kind of diluted it to the point where, like, like uh, imagine how many Kingdom Hearts 3 trailers that we've gotten outside of E3. <laughs> yeah. Gamescom, Tokyo Game Show, like, and then Square's really weird... Uh, conference on their own right i feel like if they partnered directly with nintendo or or sony and just kind of you know did their own thing and not have to stress with finding screen time or anything for e3 it would just i don't know it would benefit everyone them included like them them absolutely i don't know i could i think to end off because we're kind of reaching that stretch uh We may be jumping the gun, but fuck it. I'm. If you were to ask me, can you imagine, like, video games as a whole, like, being okay without E3? I have a very big, definitive yes. At this point in time,
1: yes. Yeah. And I think, like Sarah kind of alluded to earlier, they may actually benefit from not having an E3 because those resources can go to other things that are beneficial to developers and fans both. So I feel
2: like. Like paying your staff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It may be a necessity now. Maybe the necessary and the right thing to do is to not have something like an E3. Like I think that we've gone to PAX in the past, and I don't think you'd ever say that they spent a lot of money to market at PAX because PAX pretty much didn't allow it. Like they they would be pretty bold to be like, "Hey, like we want as much exposure to our indie games and, and that as much as like the big AAA developer." I think that's where... They still charge the premium, though. I mean, to that get boost okay. space alone, is like 10k. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right, but I don't know. I just feel like it, they're at least trying to subvert, like, they're trying to, like, get around the fact like, hey, don't spend, like, half your budget on just this one event. Like, that's not necessary. Like, don't do that if you don't have the money to do it, right? So, yeah. It, it might be for the best.
0: Well, Sarah, I think we already know your answer, but go ahead and just for posterity can video games survive without E3
2: it can and it will <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah uh, i'm kind of there too and i don't know you guys you guys at home tell us what you think me i mean granted for every shitty like quick facebook uh like crunched like ridiculous uh quick bite Video that just like appears randomly on your feed. Uh, I mean, I'm not to call any names or anything, uh, but like, like I'm not gonna say GameSpot or anything, of course. But, um, oops. Uh, uh. I I really feel like <laughs> they're just e- even in that point, like it it just gets drowned out to such a noise to where you you can't even make out like what. <sighs> It it almost gets wrapped up within the hype of itself that, like, you kind of lose sight of, like, the game. Like, you know what's coming out. But, like, I, I really feel like at this point what used to be – like, the allegory I would use here is that movie trailers used to be a thing that, like, give or take – I don't know. Some people would argue that it would give away too much or give away too little. But, like, I would like to think that at this point – uh the balanced trailer is what E3 once was and now like this ridiculous 10 second teaser that doesn't really tell us anything I'm looking at you Toy Story 4 <laughs> um that's that's what fucking E3 has kind of like fallen into mm-hmm. like it, it it it's supposed to keep you coming back for more but really it doesn't it just gets shoved in your face and you don't know quite why and you don't get like it it doesn't even Man, there used to be so many like expectations that were set in E3. At this point, it was all—it's all speculation now. It's all conjecture. Like it, I—why? No, I'd rather like have people work within their comfort zones and then run presentations that give them that power, that authority, that agency to do that. Like a PlayStation experience or a Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. Like hopefully Microsoft follows example, Valve follows example, Bethesda like EA fucking Capcom, like all of them, Yeah. like take notice and do something to where like, you know, we don't have to rely on like these archaic models of information distribution. But anyway, I think that's a, that's a good stopping point with this. Just to, before we go on episode end, we don't hate E3. And while we it does sound like we've romanticized E3 from years past versus the last couple of uh, years of E3, there's still been really noteworthy moments such as the lost guardian confirmation or, or even like other moments that we can, you know, probably bring up that, that like will come up and, you know, We'll never get the comedy of Mr. Caffeine yes. in like these other fucking like showcases. We'll only find that in something like E three. But
2: yeah. five hundred ninety nine Oh wait, no, Sony's not doing it. We're all
0: over anymore. thirty now. We're old. Like two thirds of us have kids. Like we got we got
1: shit to do now. Yeah, and, and, and so, ain't no one got time for that. Like we're not trying to live stream yeah, nope. this on Twitch.
0: No fucking bring back fine. Let's let's just fucking yeah. let's just get or yeah, let's just seven, get.
1: 7 second clips of E3 would be all right. That'd be
0: fine with that. All right. <laughs> This is episode 114 of Press Pause Radio. And if you like what you listen to, and apologies that we all sound groggy and tired, age does that too, and pollution. And
1: end of the year, um, yeah. Can, yeah, especially
0: the pollution yeah. part.
1: Yeah, George George is suffering out there, guys.
0: Yeah. Uh, you, guys can, uh, you guys can check out this and many other episodes on our feed at www.presspauseradio.com. Um, we've noticed that some of our affiliate links have uh, brought... Brought to a close, we're gonna definitely be on that. Uh, but aside from that, you can still find us at all of our directories Scatter Radio. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes and uh, Jesus Stitcher. And uh, SoundCloud is still down, I'm still very much aware it will still very much get fixed. I promise I'll, I'll make a big ass Twitter announcement. Um, but you can find this uh, shit there. Uh, new,
1: um, new, new Twitter handle for when it goes back up. Like this is the PPR
2: yeah, for Stitcher. Exactly. Radio, yeah, exactly. PPR lives. Our, no,
0: for, for SoundCloud. Oh, SoundCloud. We, sorry, we're, we're we're good. We're st- good on st- Stitcher. Stitchers are a homie.
1: Stitchers guys, thanks Stitcher man. You're you're good guys and girls.
0: Yeah, thank Good, you. good, good guys and gals. You'll never like go bankrupt out of nowhere and almost disappear out of existence. <clears throat> SoundCloud. Appreciate that. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> anyway, thank you Stitcher. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks for being consistent. But um, also, at some point, I will definitely get around. We, we did that test run, and one of our uh, podcast episodes is on YouTube, but I will eventually get all of our podcast episodes up to date, including Games Clubs, uh, all uploaded and organized on YouTube for you guys to fucking check out and enjoy as well. That's going to be a big, fun project, top of all the other little uh, projects. We're also uh, going to try to get um, some twitch streams in order as i mentioned i am restructuring uh my gamer not for my personal needs but also not just for my personal needs i should say but also for studio production needs for press pause radio everything is gonna essentially be put within a matrix that i can tap into and essentially if done and wired correctly can stream literally any of these things including these old ass things at any point and that also includes virtual reality and hopefully if I can get the right camera stuff done, any Connect and other like peripheral stuff. Uh, so that means, uh, DDR, the works, like we can, we can get that shit going again. Um, like Crypt of the Necrodancer is definitely going to be a really fun Twitch that I want to go ahead and arrange. Uh, that Burger uh, Twitch that I've been planning to try to beat a world record, And some other stuff that both me and Sarah have been workshopping and Andrew, like we we definitely want to go ahead and try to get that all situated. And that has definitely been my project as far as my setup as well as also trying to see if we can get, Sarah's already set, but hopefully we get Andrew um, a setup of his own and then we can all organize some video stuff and kind of get that output out there. But in concern to our current video output that's done by our main man, our creative director here, Sarah. He's been keeping it strong with streams and bullet heaven. Tell us what you've been doing. My, my good dude.
2: All right. Well, we have uh, kicked off a pretty st- uh, strong start to bullet heaven series 10, along with our series 10 content for mud prints, unboxes and, uh, and other projects. The uh, STG chronicle, Uh, Shmups of Sega Dreamcast has had its prologue episode. I have all of the video footage done for that. I'm basically just getting scans, uh, high quality scans of all of the game's packaging uh, and doing some translation work on the Obis that are on the Japanese versions. Uh, But the first episode of that should be coming soon. Uh, Again, my time is very limited uh, as to how much I can actually do within a day because I do work close to full-time hours as it is uh, at my other job. So, Um, if you are interested in, uh, seeing us do more bullet heaven more often, the easiest way to do that is to pledge, you know, as little as $1 an episode for bullet heaven. Uh, that usually works out to about $4 a month. Uh, and that, uh, if we can reach 6% of our viewer base, um, should allow me to do this full time, uh, so that you can get more content. So, uh, it's a, it's a pretty, we've got merch too we got, true. like,
0: somebody bought the Bullet Heppin shirt, some other shirts, so I got to get Sarah his you cut. You know what? But...
2: Uh, I know who it was. <laughs>
1: ah,
0: nice. There you uh, go. Uh,
2: shout out to the Game Boy Guru. Uh, he actually runs something called Shoot the Core Cast. Uh, he also sells shirts. As it turns out, it looks like I'll show you guys.
1: I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, he's been on the YouTube streams a bunch too, hasn't he?
2: It's true,
1: yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I see him pop so up much. Nice.
2: I, I designed I like that.
1: It. So so we get we going a collab anytime so. soon. Like like when, when's that happening?
2: Oh, it's gonna happen. Oh man, I'm excited yeah, about that. Oh, dude,
1: let me order some
0: Dominoes. We can't collab a, without some fucking <laughs> and, Dominoes. And
1: and and be 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 let it be known that if he does a collaboration or he's got some new stuff coming, some new hotness, guess who's gonna know about first? The pa- the patrons. They're gonna know that's about true, first. Yeah.
2: And And uh, you get exclusive content it's over there exclusive. as well. Uh, I know that uh, our patrons figured out what that scrambled image was on Twitter. Sure did. Uh, I did. Toast I got, knows. I got the exclusive scoop.
1: Yeah, it's true. I ain't telling it's no true.
2: one. It's true. And uh, and yeah, I, I'm not saying what it is here. You want to know what it is? Dollar in episode.
1: Come on over. We we we, we love to have <laughs>
2: the you. much can be yours. Okay, but when are we going to play Trevor McFur?
0: That that would be. I just want to play Trevor McFur with you. I want to be in a bullet heaven, and that's all I want to do.
2: <laughs> I bought uh, AV cables, but then I realized that Retro Access made RGB cables for the Jaguar as well. So there you go. I, I need to reach out to them, see if they can send over one of them cables, and uh, then we're in business, right?
0: I'm going I'm going the route of S-Video for my Jag.
2: And so God, far I it's hate been... that fucking system. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so,
0: so so
2: bad.
1: So if Sarah gets enough patrons, uh, we'll have a drive to where he has to play all the Jaguar games.
2: I did I'm a stream dude. for the Jaguar, actually. That, that, yeah, it was bad.
1: Yeah,
2: it was bad. Ugh. I don't know, man.
0: I don't know. Uh, there's, there's some, there's some gems.
2: Yeah, I want to play Defender Two Thousand. Splatterhouse, Splatter Splatter
1: and nothing else. That's the only thing I can think of.
2: <laughs> it's PC Engine, isn't it? Splatterhouse. Yeah. Oh, Splatterhouse really? is not
0: on the Jag. I thought it was. I think. I think what you're thinking of is a uh, Kasumi Ninja. <laughs> All, like there's that. With the Scots dude who uh, flashes a fireball out of his dick. Uh, no, um, that's not still the uh, greatest.
1: That's not the one.
0: I uh, know. I'm just spitballing here. Bubsy, an exclusive God. version of Bubsy. Okay, that, that's
1: probably what it was. Yeah, actually, that's that's it.
2: Air carts. Um,
0: Atari carts. Can't forget Atari carts. Not um, uh, nah, man. Uh, Cybermorph. <laughs> um, <laughs> who taught you how to fly? Um, there there's a lot of homebrew stuff that's really dope on the Jag, but we'll we'll jump into it. Um, there's some new stuff that actually released this year for the Jag that um yeah, but like a lot of stuff, yeah, a lot of stuff stopped releasing for the CD because the CD units are now because of the high failure rate they realize like ah we'll try to seventy five percent
2: or something stupid. Uh, Gross.
0: Yeah, luckily I still got mine kicking. Still got mine kicking, so I can play Highlander. Yeah, that's what we should stream. We should totally stream the Highlander game that was made for Jaguar CD, and just
1: George, and George nice. just keeps on playing it until his CD goes out.
2: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sounds good. God, it would be. It'll surprised. fail on stream. Like,
1: yeah, uh, watch it live.
0: Anyway, um, but yeah, we've got that in some other. I know we've been talking about video content, but we we definitely got that in the works. We um, have. Some Shenmue editorial and reviews along with Yakuza, Spider-Man, Fuck Coffee Crisis. The goddamn works. We have so many reviews that are coming out and uh, we've got a lot of stuff that we hopefully will get published between now and Golden Zonkeys, which will be closer to the end of the year, some point after the holidays. We might try to sneak one more episode between there and now, but it all depends. Until then, uh, Georgie Boys I need to get my shit together so I can... I could rob a saloon, because I'm going to be honest with you guys. That Red Dead Redemption, I think I kind of want to play it. I want to play it. And this, ro-
1: this is toast. Uh, I don't rob saloons, because saloons don't exist anymore. That's not a thing.
0: No, in this... Red Dead.
1: <sighs> oh, I thought you were going to rob one in real life. No, 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 no. Oh. no.
0: There is actually a saloon in Columbia. Oh, man. I've wondered that. It's a tourist trap, though.
1: Yeah. yeah. Columbia
0: is like a local. Dude, they make the best candy corn, though. Let me tell you. It's
1: oh god rob that saloon rob rob the fuck out of it they got candy corn (laughs) fuck out here with that shit
2: gross (laughs) and uh this is the original sarah i have to take a wicked seventh gen video game console
3: Mm.
1: oh the, the puns he's he's punning it again okay all right you go you go do that